This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Onnit and their flagship product, Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is the first fully balanced nootropic designed to increase focus and mental drive. For our listeners, get up to 10% off when you use promo code Rooster at onnit.com slash gaming. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com forward slash gaming. Hey everyone, hey! welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast, holiday 2013 oh, edition. Do we, we, we always have those? Yeah, there's always been there. No, I mean, like, the last week do we have that too? Yeah, we've had the Christmas lights there forever. All right. Forever. I know you just put them up there today, Kara. I was <laughs> fucking with him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she just put it up there. This is my angry podcast. Nice. Why are you mad? I got a list He's of shit. Mad. Oh, yeah, he showed up mad. First, oh, yeah. I'm really excited. Gus. Gavin. Jack. And me. And Gus. <laughs> Featuring Gus. Um, got a lot of stuff to be mad about. Gonna spread it out. Merry so, Christmas. <laughs> First of all, I just want to comment. Uh, the podcast today is pre-recorded. We're not actually live because oh, we are off ru- for the holidays. Ruin the magic. We recorded this in October. This yeah. one, <laughs> this is <laughs> recorded in October 2012. Um, so uh, we wanted to take a little time off. So we're not going to make everyone work. We're not total slave driver taskmasters. Because it's not just us. There's a lot of people working in the other room, I think, that, I'm uh, in, that is true. people forget. I'm in England right now. You are? It's weird to be here. Well, I wonder have, if I can watch you, this live from England. I was going to say, have Hi, you, me. <laughs> or if I die in a plane crash on the way there. Bye. In, in memory. <laughs> Gavin Gavin, that would be, be really bizarre. Wow. Yeah. All I, right. Well, we got something to hope for. <laughs> oh, by the way, if that does happen, wish. if that does happen, absolutely air this. Like, yeah. broadcast it still. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, there'd be no doubt. There'd be no question. I mean, <laughs> would we not air it? We had content. Film something. You want to make a last will and testament now? Like, go ahead and, like, who are you going to give all your stuff to? Can I have your monitor? No. God, no. Who's going to have your monitor? Fuck you. Why did you say no? <laughs> God. I'm the one who told you that's your fucking problem. No, God, no. Like, that was you so offensive. You absolutely have it, guys. You heard it. Gavin yeah. Free dying in a plane crash. I'm getting his monitor. Do you think that gives me incentive now to, like, fuck with the plane? <laughs> You probably have some tracking software. You could probably watch the play, and you're like crossing your fingers the whole time, like something out of a movie. Got a <laughs> fucking virtual display. But you should be really careful about saying like if my plane crashed and all that stuff. Nah. I, I was reading a story about a dude who he I forget what it was. He was scamming somebody online. He was like he would not. Like, he was like thinking he was selling like uh, ham radio stuff, like CB radio stuff, and was ripping people off. And uh, somebody sent him a bomb in the mail, and. His mom came in with a package, I guess, and said, you got a package. And he goes, hope it's not a bomb, which apparently every story I've read about a mail bomb, that that's the thing the person says right before they open it is, I hope it's not a bomb, and then it's a bomb and it blows up in their Jesus. hands. So don't do not do that. Don't but, say that. But this is already out by the time I've flown. Hope well, it's not a bomb. A, yeah, but you said it, <laughs> yeah, but you, you still said it, said it, it before matter. you flew. Right. Don't, yeah, Gavin, don't, don't, you fucking, the rabbit hole of Gavin Logic. Here we go. <laughs> you just said it now. You're, you're not on a plane now. Do you recognize that? You're not in UK right now. Yeah, yeah. Good. You're currently alive. Yeah. So you're superstitious. I don't know if you know that. I'm not superstitious. The thing, what, what, well, what you're saying, the guy with the bomb, <laughs> the guy with the bomb saying, I hope it's not a bomb, <laughs> it's probably because it looked like a bomb. I'm, I haven't seen the plane yet. Hey, I don't know. Would you get in a plane that looked like a bomb? It's <laughs> 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 like a bomb fuse. with wings. You're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get on this flight. All right, Gus, why are you angry? What happened? Um, well, a lot of things. A lot of things. First of all, I went to lunch today. Uh, uh, like I, I, I've, I've had a really busy day, uh-huh. so I was like, I'm just going to run down to Jersey Mike's. I'm just going to pick up a sandwich. Um, I get to the door to walk into the Jersey Mike's, and there's a woman walking in front of me, super slow. She's shuffling. I'm like, okay, you know, I could like rush right around her, but I, was like, I don't want to be the jerk. 
I'm just going to shuffle behind her. She's on the phone talking to someone, on the phone the whole time, gets up to the counter, like, what can we get you? And she's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I want two uh, turkey Swisses. And then the, 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 doesn't wait for the acknowledgement, just goes back to her phone call. It's like totally detached from the whole thing, oh, no. making everything take really long. Like, do you want, you know, what do you want on this? Oh, I want this, 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 this. And of course the guy's like, what? what? Oh, uh, okay, he's like yeah. trying to put it together. She's like, oregano. I wanted oregano. Jesus. Like, wow. what the fuck, you stupid bitch? Wow. Like, this person is like making your food for you. Have the decency to interact with them. Yeah. You know, well, have the decency. A, you're in a line. Just, just help get them. Yeah, get, off. get off the fucking phone yeah. for can five I, fucking seconds. I, you aren't saving someone's life. You aren't doing a fucking public service. You're ordering a goddamn sandwich. I, I'm generally pretty a pretty nice person, but when I, I used to work at HEB, a grocery store here in Texas. But and uh, yeah, HEB butts. But uh, there was one time, like the one I was just in a, in a mood. Wars. This woman came up through my line, and I was like, "Oh, like you know, how are you doing today?" And she had a phone up. And she goes, and kept talking. Like, she put her finger up and kept talking. And I was like, all right, I'm going to break everything you have. And so she had eggs, bread. And she wasn't paying attention to me. So, like, I took her eggs and, like, I just crushed all the bottom of the eggs. And I flattened her bread right in front of her. Just right in front of her. And she, I mean, she was just so distracted by her phone. And it was just like, all right, fine. If you're not going to pay attention to me, I'm going to wreck all your shit. <laughs> she had, like, all that egg. Yeah. It's like, all you got to do is hold it from the bottom is push in. You can break all the bottom of the eggs. This so everyone's brought to you yeah. by HEB. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but it was like Nobody's got a cell phone either But it was one of those things Where it was like Alright, fine And it was like Okay, you know If that's what you're gonna do If you're gonna be that If you're gonna be an asshole to me I'll be an asshole right back to you Gavin, yeah, what is the What is the worst thing you've done For the pettiest thing done to you? Like, what what would that be? The equivalent of this She, oh, she literally gave me the, the one finger Like, oh, this is more important Than whatever you're doing right now yeah, This face-to-face like, interaction doesn't count Yeah, exactly This, this Alright, fine Alright, then there you go I can't think of anything like that. You don't like, have to give me a minute on that. Like, one. Gus walking behind someone for 15 seconds, like, just that part of it, when he analyzes that she's slower than him, and he's going to have to decide to go around her or not, his day's already ruined. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> I already hated her. And then everything else after that was just adding to it. Ugh. I can't think of something so petty that I got upset about. Maybe somebody said something to me that just like that, like, yeah. it was just like, like kind of like a, kind of like a verbal, like, disrespect or fuck you, I'd be like, all right. But I never crushed their eggs or anything like that. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was sort of just like, all right, if, if she would have seen me doing that, like, she could have looked over, but she was so busy on her damn phone. I was like, all right, fine. That's why I feel like an asshole anytime I go to like a restaurant or something. I have a phone out. Like, I'm so sorry. I always apologize. I'm like, yeah, I you know, I, I put like, put it, put it down. Like, but have some fucking common so damn respect. Rude. That reminds me, the other day, or not the other day, it was a couple months ago. I was at um, a grocery store here in town, and I was walking out with my groceries. Like, I just paid. And this woman came out next to me, and she was, like, pushing her shopping cart. And in Austin, you know, you, there's no one-time use bags. So everyone has, like, their reusable bags. So her shopping cart's filled with, like, reusable bags of groceries and stuff, and I'm walking out. And, like, I'm not quite paying attention to her. Like, it's just another random stranger I'm walking next to. And then, like, this guy comes up and, like, starts talking to her. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're fighting. It's like a couple. Oh, you no. know, and I'm like, like, she's really mad at him. Like, she's, like, not looking at him, turning away. Then he's, like, saying something to her. And then she just, like, storms off. I was like, fuck, what the hell was going on? And then security comes out running after her. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, shit. She was stealing an entire shopping cart full of shit. <laughs> like, that first guy was like the initial, hey, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And security's like hauling ass. And they were like running full speed out through the parking lot. Oh, I've wow. never seen anything like That's that. Awesome. It was fucking crazy. Like, at first, my first instinct is just, oh, they're arguing. They're having a spat. And, <laughs> no, they're trying to take, take her to jail. Something, something is crazy about like eat, like grocery stores in general. I saw so much weird shit happen at grocery stores. My favorite was when people would uh, put a car and like not throw it in park and get out and leave and go into the store. And you see cars just like pulled into the middle of the road. <laughs> they're just like sitting there parked, and it's like, 
all right, someone shattered a window of a car one time because there was a dog inside. Like they, they basically like they looked around in this like they threw something through the window to get a dog out because it was the middle. It was the middle of summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the middle of summer and there was a dog. I don't know if the window was cracked or not, but I think in Austin you can can go to jail. Yeah, Yeah. you can go to jail if you leave your dog in a vehicle. About about two or three times a summer, we'd get people like come in and basically call the cops from us. By the way, breaking a car window really hard to do. Yeah, very very hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Like throwing a rock at a car window, they're pretty flexible. It's Mm. I could break your car window in one go. Your new Tesla. No, I'm not. not oh. Let's not test that. Let's not test that. In fact, David and Nathan Zellner did a short called Rummy. Rummy yeah, I remember Rummy. break the window, <laughs> and they thought it would happen in one take, and he's throwing a rock at the window, and it takes him like like 20 tries, I think, and it yeah. turns out to be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's got a giant, it's at Mount, but they filmed it at Mount Bonnell. He's got a giant rock like this big, and it's like throwing it at the window, and it just won't break, and he just keeps picking it up. There's a video of some news reporter trying to do a demonstration about car safety. <laughs> Have you seen that? Where he's yeah. like, with a crowbar, he's like, or like a tire iron or something. He's like wailing on it, and he does it over and over again because he has to deliver his line and then do it. He's like, damn it. And eventually he does it and completely cuts his entire hand. He's like, bleeding oh, again. that's yeah. the worst. Did he really? Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen like special tools. I always thought they were dumb, but I guess it makes sense. I've seen special tools that are intended to like be kept by your car seat. So, so if like your car spike, goes into the water, mm-hmm. it cuts the seatbelt off and then like has like a little pressurized spike to yeah. break the window. Yep. Didn't you get one of those? I'm getting, actually, it's funny because I was, I was just ordered one of those. Why? For my, just for my car. Just in case I need Can to we get talk out. about your new car? I'm Sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's interesting to anybody. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Man. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I bought a, I bought a Tesla, and so I hate to say it because I Model don't want to fall. Not, not the Roadster. You got the S. Pray to that. But it was after the whole like fire thing that I just thought, okay, it's not. <laughs> it's it's statistically it's less than all the other cars on the road that they, these things catch on fire. But it still is a, a potentially if it does happen is a lithium ion fire, which is a little bit different or whatever the batteries are. Yeah. So I just I, – I'm getting one of those just in case. Well, it's funny you think about that. Like I always worry when I take my laptop on a plane. I worry about the, all the batteries we have in laptops oh, and yeah. phones. I'm like if one of these like punctured and ignited and started burning, like what the fuck do you do in a plane? It is pretty serious yeah. if – you know, it's it, – I don't know, you know, if that's changed. It used to be a big deal I think in the 90s. When lithium ion batteries first started getting big, when they started getting rid of nickel cadmium yeah. batteries, NICADs, and uh, yeah, it was a bigger deal. But anyway, I got one because of that. I want to talk about something though, which is about the smashing of the window to let the dog out. Did you hear about the dude on Reddit in DFW? We had a huge cold snap in Texas. Yeah, it was crazy. I got the hell out of yeah. town. It was awesome. <laughs> Can we talk about your honeymoon? Yeah, sure. So Jack went on his honeymoon to Florida. He sent a picture of a map, which was the entire U.S. Blue or green, like variations yeah. of blue showing how cold it was. And Florida was like this, yeah. basically like a giant red yeah. dick. No, I, I, yeah. I, I left Austin. It was 25 degrees. We left early in the morning. It was 25 degrees. We got to Orlando. It was 85 degrees. And it stayed it stayed like mid-80s to like mid-70s the whole time we so were there. The and then when you come back, it's fucking nice here yeah, again. Yeah, it's nice yeah. again. So I missed like that one week of the cold You're like cold a ray snap. of sunshine, Jack. It was great. It, it with is you. it always nice. that hot there? Uh, it's, it's actually a little right bit warmer than, than typical right now. So. I grew up. I grew up. My my had extended family that lived in Southern Florida, in Miami, and it's uh it's just hot and humid there. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds bad. And other than Houston, where it's it's like hundred percent humidity. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. for me to call anywhere humid is amazing. People call Austin humid. And I'm like, you're insane. No. Austin's not humid, but it really is. It's a humid place. Mm. Yeah, generally Central Texas is. But uh, the weather has been so crazy because we never get rain like we went through a drought for like the last two or three years it seems like and it's been raining non-stop Thank in austin God. for like a month and a half two yeah. months it's great and it's like and then it snowed in cairo on the pyramids <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that was weird that's 
beyond weird. The first time in over 100 years. Yeah. That's like Snowed something you'd have to make up in a movie that snowed in Cairo. Yeah. And they'd snow-covered pyramids. Yeah. I, like, at first, you kept seeing all those reports. And then I, I know on Reddit in particular, people were like, where are the pictures? We want to <laughs> see pictures of, the, of snow on the pyramids. I feel like it took a little while for those to, to start filtering out. But this cold snap in Dallas, they got hit uh, pretty hard by it as well. Like, you know, f- below freezing temperatures. And uh, there was a dog that was kept in, like, a breezeway, like an area oh. between houses. Yeah. And it went missing. And then they posted on the Reddit forum for DFW, uh, the subreddit, hey, we're missing our dog. And a guy replied and said, guess what? I took your fucking dog because it was outside and it was in breezeway. And it became this whole thing where the guy had these other people's dog, which apparently, I, I don't know, the, it's a dog that's like a Himalayan mountain dog. Oh, okay. It's not it, but it's something like that. Or It's got a name that does sound like it would live in the cold, like yeah, yeah, Siberian yeah. freezing dog. <laughs> but, uh, Ice yeah, puppy. But he had a whole documentation or he was had a story of why he took the dog. He was out there three hours. He went, dr- walked by there and then came back later and it was still outside and it was like freezing cold to the touch. And so he took their dog. And then it got on the news, and these people were all upset. It's like this back-and-forth story. I would love to know what your opinion of it. Was the guy right to take the dog? The, the thing is, you don't know what the true story is. Right. Like, it, you're just taking his account at face value. Is he telling the truth? I mean, he talked about in his story about how the dog didn't have food or water and was malnourished. But then he posted a picture of the dog, and the dog did not look malnourished. It did the not dog at all. looked fine. So Two hours like, later. Yeah, it's like you did not – Undo malnourishment in, in an hour. Or two. Did he go into a fence to get the dog, or was he was a dog? He, he so snapped the lock with with tools. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, then like, that's, well, that's so this guy's clearly wrong. You don't just take someone's yeah. dog. Call this call animal services. He said he called animal control, but they couldn't make it out there because it was freezing because of the ice on the roads. And it was also a weekend, I believe, too. Might have been part of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So it was all. It was nuts. It was the story was just like. And at first, it was like it was. I love this kind of thing because it's, it's it's horrifying and interesting at the same time. It's an exercise in groupthink. The guy posted it, and everybody's like, yeah, right on. You're awesome. Then you got the picture of the couple that's missing the dog, and the lady's bawling going, somebody has our dog, and yeah. we want our dog back. And the dog was out for an hour, came inside, was scratching to go back out because it likes to be out in the cold. So we let it back out. We felt bad about it. And like they showed the orthopedic mattress they bought for this dog, like $250 orthopedic mattress. Yeah, they also, they also posted a crazy reward. It was like $2,000 for information about the dog. Right. If you're going to abuse a dog and leave it out in the cold in the crate, are you really going to put a $2,000 yeah, reward yeah. out on it? I mean, things don't quite match up. Like at first you're like, yeah, good for that guy, saving the dog. And you're like, wait, but <laughs> then there's the, another then the group, side to the story. Then yeah. the group thing starts swinging back and it's like the, the lady's crying on the news and there was like, that guy should go to jail. You know? <laughs> oh, he cut the lock. Dot, dot, dot. You know? so, it's like, yeah, yeah. Did they get the dog back? I actually don't know the end of the story. Yeah. Um, so somebody stole a dog, somebody lost a dog, and then I stopped caring. <laughs> That's usually the way it works uh, right. for anything I find on the internet. You yeah. know? I, I, you know, like I said, it, it sounds like a great story first pass, but, I mean, you really have to think about the other side as well. Yeah. Dog stolen in DFW. Yeah, you to me, once you break oh, that yeah. lock, that's, that's where you cross the line. Mm. Yeah, like, but, clearly, I mean, that goes with breaking the window. Or, I mean, you could also, right. yeah. you well, could also say, up, like, what if the yeah, dog was – chained to a tree and had a lock around yeah. its collar, you know. Uh, yeah. A dog stolen from a Fort Worth couple's home during the ice storm. God damn it. Pop up ad. Uh, <laughs> uh, set off a firestorm of controversy on the internet is back home. Heidi's owners, the Gupton family, re- were reunited the with their dog Thursday night. The ordeal started Friday when someone broke the lock on their dog run while they weren't home. A couple of friends posted flyers. Yak, yak, yak. Uh, oh, so Fort Worth police are investigating. A person who claimed that he took Heidi called Fox 4 News Wednesday night but refused to give his name or go on camera and even blocked his phone number. He said he was concerned for the dog's safety in the cold. He always meant to return Heidi the owners. 
I don't believe no, that. No. I don't think yeah, supposed not he did not say it, he called himself her new daddy. It was like some weird stuff in there. Yeah. But Jesus. You know, dog's back in the right place, so hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. You know? Dog's Sounds like man. a damn lunatic. I had friends in college. I am I'm, I'm nervous saying this out loud. <laughs> I had you friends, knew a guy who had friends in college. I knew a guy. I once <laughs> met somebody at a party who is now dead and knew people. Now he uh, I had friends in college who uh stole, kidnapped uh, Texas A&M's mascot, Uh-oh. which is a border collie. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they got Reveille? Uh-huh. They were the guys who got Reveille the first time. Jesus. Like, there's a group of uh, uh, like uh, cadets at uh, Texas A&M called the, the, the Corps, Corps, but they're not actually ROTC. They're like an offshoot of it. I'm not sure how the distinction, but they one of their duties is to guard the mascot for A&M, which is – their mascot – for the school is not really a dog, but they have this dog that it goes everywhere. It goes to class. If it barks in class, one of the traditions is everybody gets to go home. Uh, the class is dismissed. Um, and they always made a big deal about the fact that the dog had never – it was the only college mascot that had never been kidnapped. No, no. And my buddies were like, well, then we'll just kidnap it. <laughs> and they totally did it. They kidnapped the dog. And when then, then when they got the dog, it's like normal college prank. We kidnapped the dog. Nope, AM was like that dog is X amount of value. We're pressing felony charges against whoever has this thing. They were freaked the fuck out. Well, what, they, what were they gonna do with the dog afterwards? What did they plan on doing? You with keep it? it till like after a football game, then you return it. Then yes. you return it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You take photos with it. You know, yeah, or not you with like, it, but you take of it. If then, it's the early yeah. 1900s, they they would kidnap Bevo and then eat it. <laughs> they did. They ate our mascot. <laughs> the, the mascot for UTR. He's, are, He's the long. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bevo's the longhorn. <laughs> Yeah, the cat. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. He's a guy. <laughs> you don't know. You didn't know what Bevo was. No, you didn't know that the you know Longhorns were a cow. I don't you know what the mascot you, for you, Texas you, is. Like, the Longhorn. You didn't know who Bevo was. No, living in Austin. I realize our audience won't know. Bevo is the name of the University of Texas mascot. It's a Longhorn, and there's yeah. a. They're, if you ever see it at the, like the football games, it's drugged. He's <laughs> drugged out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, what's well, a doped up cow? Yeah, yeah. it just sits well, there. Is like. Looks around. No, it's, <laughs> a, it's about, a longhorn though. It's got the giant fucking why, horns. Why are they doing stuff with animals? What's In the fact, mascot? the name of our the name what, of our what's mascot. The what's the got to do with sport? The name of our mascot is Bevo because somebody kidnapped it and branded burned into the side of it thirteen to zero, which was the score of the last game. That was Texas A&M did it. Yeah, Texas A&M did it. And the solution for them burning the cow, burning the score into its side, is we'd fix it. By burning more letters and misspelling so, it. So the, so the 13, the 1-3 became a B, and then the dash became an E, and they, so they just put a little, little B in between the zero. burned again to fix the first Well, cows get branded all the time. branded. It was, it was the whole yeah. side yeah. of the cow. Yeah. It was there, there, Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching, so, there's, there's Bevo. B, there's Bevo. That doesn't look cruel. You know, most <laughs> Bevos, like up until the very, like maybe like two ago, like in the 90s, like, most of the Bevos ended their run as our mascot by being eaten. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they were served up, up like, like at games. We're like Bevo 13 or 14 now, right? <laughs> yeah. I think they, they just retired this Bevo. It's so weird. Yeah. Is well, that, is, why think is about it. Weird? Like you, you like the Hotspurs, right? Yeah. What if after a good game you could eat like everyone in the stadium gets chicken? <laughs> 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 Same thing. Wait, what's weird though? The way of a, an animal mascot? Yeah, it's cruel. You've why got is chicken? that cruel? That, we that, have a real chicken. I, I we have a bed that suit. That that longhorn is probably eating eating better than you right now. A dude's and probably a living animal. better than you. <laughs> that, dude's, so. that dude's an animal. That dude's drugged up, out of his mind, man. <laughs> but the uh, uh, 
the like in some of the college stadiums, like there's uh, the Colorado University of Colorado. Oh, they have a freaking buffalo that mm. they run out on the field. Yeah. And in Baylor and Waco, they have a bear. They actually Bullshit. have like they, they have a real they, bear. They have bears on campus. They, so is it he doesn't come out during the games, so they have them on campus. Oh, there I was a mauling. I never talk saw about that. it <laughs> in the. Uh, in the Ace Ventura movie, do they really have a dolphin in real life? I don't dolphins? know if the Miami Dolphins actually Snowflake. have a dolphin. <laughs> I they might. I've never, I mean, seen, I've never seen the dolphin. No, I've never <laughs> I, seen I doubt that. it. I don't, think, I don't think they would get – I don't know. I, <laughs> I want to say the Eagles have an eagle that comes out. Like they actually have a guy who like flies an eagle around it would on the be, field. It would be awesome if like the, the eagle started up at the top of the lights yeah. and then came down and dive-bombed with a snowball with a 9-volt battery in it at <laughs> <laughs> the opposing team. <laughs> They do that. Philly fans do that. They'll put batteries in snowballs and throw them what, at they're the opposing team. No, just because to put like weight in there. Oh, I thought they were trying to power these Colorado snowballs. fans do that too. Do they? Yeah, the Buffalo fans. Those guys are crazy. So. Uh, with food and care for the Longhorn Cross University, 50 cents a day, <laughs> and nostalgic pangs of school spirits still taking a backseat to a good meal, the original mascot was slaughtered and served at the team's banquet in the winter of 1920, <laughs> where the freshly defeated A&M players were even invited to chow down. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of BOs ended their run as barbecue. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, it's like, why is this cow different than this cow? It's like just because this one is a mascot. You fully utilize the cow. You get a good run of it as the mascot, then you enjoy it. So yeah, I, guess, I guess you don't want to waste it. Shit happens. So we're totally not going to talk about Mac Brown leaving Texas, right? We we haven't talked about football coaching changes in forever. We're so. close with this mascot thing. Yeah. Anyway, my buddies they had Reveille, and they were oh, yeah, like, what happened? They were hunted. They were, I mean, they were scared shitless. That's dangerous, though, because if I had stolen a dog and all of a sudden it was everyone's trying to find the dog, I would probably quickly bury it, like kill it and bury it. <laughs> they, they, well, how, how would you give it back without being caught? Dude, they kill had it. to go to the lake. <laughs> I don't know, and they, 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 they tied her to a tree. They put her leash, they tied her leash to a tree, uh, and they uh, called a radio station, a sports radio station, because it was a huge story on all sports stuff. And... Uh, they said the dog's out there. Please go, please go get the dog because she's tied to a tree in the shade and she's fine. Uh, I can't forget what time of year it was, but it was totally fine to do this. And then they had to like because they were so concerned, they stayed close. I mean, they weren't trying to hurt the dog, right? Yeah, yeah. But then this college, tra- very traditional college prank to steal a mascot—that's totally normal. Um, <laughs> it is. It's totally normal. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. Yeah, and uh, and they, but it turned into this huge thing. And I think I, honestly, I think AM was huge pussies about it, especially because yeah. they bragged about. Their mascot was the only college mascot. We're gonna put it out there. You're essentially issuing the challenge. Yeah. But how did they get the dog away from the core? Like that's that doesn't the dog sleep in a room with? I, the- I, I can tell you the whole story. So the kid, there's one person who is uh, assigned as the caretaker for did the they dog. They kill and eat that guy. No, they, <laughs> no, un- no. Unfortunately, this is a real like human impact of this story. Is that dude was basically run out of school. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he's basically because he was in the core and he had a very prestigious position. And so I know just he wasn't there after a little while. He's probably better off not being an A&M anyway. Well, I guess so after that happened, you know. (laughs) And it's like then the dog got stolen on his watch, and it had never been stolen before. And so, yeah, he was – as far as I remember, if I recall correctly, he was not there very shortly thereafter. So, okay, so how would they get the dog out of this guy's place? They just went – they opened the back gate, and they went, come here, girl. And she just walked up, and then they just walked away with her. Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And I think that was part of it too is that they didn't steal it from the school. They stole it from a – uh, I shouldn't say the word stolen. Uh, they <laughs> borrowed. They, they pranked her away from a uh, from a, a personal residence, and okay. that was like part of it as well. And they were going to press charges and all this stuff. How much? Uh, do you remember how much did they say Reveille was worth? God, I don't n- so, uh, what remember. Was it what, like two hundred yeah. bucks? I think they just said it was more. If 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 the theft is over a certain value, I don't want to say it was like ten grand, mm. and they valued the dog at higher than ten grand without actually putting a price tag on the dog. 
Wow. Um, so, so this person you know, their friends got away scot free. I don't know anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a great story. Yeah, when I look up when I look up Revely and I look up kidnap in Wikipedia, Revely doesn't come up. <laughs> There's a there's a core member just sits there and edits the Wikipedia page every day. Yeah, she's just a little just a little board collie. Uh, Revely kidnapped. Yeah, yeah but so they used to have. Or so again, this is how extreme it gets. Revely, they have multiple Revelys because you know dogs die over time, and they have no. a graveyard for Revely outside of the stadium. And they had it before where the the graveyard from the graveyard you could see the scoreboard inside the stadium. When they re they they redid the stadium, they added on to it. They built a wall that covered the like the view of the scoreboard. So they built another scoreboard outside of the stadium, so you can see a scoreboard from the graveyard for these dogs. <laughs> That's how extreme sports mascots are. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so a bunch of- they they also added a whole bunch of national championships and and and. Uh, Collegiate championships or uh, uh, conference championships that they won that they didn't actually win. Like they had a board listing all the years they won stuff, and they just put stuff in there they didn't actually win. Really? Holy shit! Yeah. It's going to be the 20th anniversary of this because it's December 31st, 1993. Oh wow! Revelee Six, a four-month-old collie, disappeared from the yard of her handler's North Dallas home early Sunday. Another dog stolen in Dallas on a cold on a cold December morning. I'm Revelee's daddy now. <laughs> yeah, just days before the Aggies Cotton Bowl appeared. At the time, the handler said the missing puppy was the sister of the new mascot. Oh. They were trying to hide it, I guess. But on Thursday, university officials confirmed that Reveille 6 had vanished. Ooh. The theft theft of the puppy who replaced the retiring of Reveille 5 is a stab at the very heart of Aggie traditions. I've never seen a tradition so strong as Reveille, said somebody who goes to the <laughs> uh, Highest, She's the highest-ranking member of the Corps of Cadets. That's dumb. That's um, sad. No, I mean, do, do, the, do the cadets have to salute the dog? I yeah. think they might have to. <laughs> I think they might have to. You have to stand in attention for the dog. Yeah, A and M. By the way, was A uh, and M was Texas's like primary rival, Texas and Texas A and M. But then A and M left to go to SEC. SEC. Yeah, it was it was arguable because the the college we all went to, University of Texas. You guys went to. Yeah, you didn't go right. You went to Rice. It's either University of Oklahoma or Texas A and M was our biggest rival. No, it would be Texas A and M. Arguably, you think it's Texas A and M? They were our in-state like. Yeah. 90 miles away yeah, rival. St- storied history, Texas A and M. As far as actual competition, Oklahoma. Yeah. So. So there's a bunch of dead dogs. In the well, stadium. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Six or seven. Yeah. I wonder if you could steal the bones and make God. a super dog. <laughs> this you wonder if they well, how would you make a super dog <laughs> be a out super of the skeletons dog. of dogs? <laughs> It'd be like six times the size of a regular dog. Would it? <laughs> you got uh. you take a leg, you make it six times longer. <laughs> what do you do with like six rib cages? Do you have like a really long leg with a normal sized dog body? Just bundle them together into a big rib cage. I don't see how this is difficult. <laughs> Essentially, you just end up with a skeleton of a dog with a really long legs. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. To you and your dogs. Uh, so you don't have any like crazy mascot stories back in Europe? Like, I don't know. They had that. wars over that I shit. I know, right. Yeah, yeah. They would like steal like a rose. Princesses and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then launch well, I mean, ships like, to go get like, them. Like hooliganism over there is crazy. Like they have yeah. like, mobs after but, soccer games. Yeah, so. I mean people will get trampled to death and stuff, but it's, there's never animals involved. Yeah, but animals, that's where <laughs> oh, that you draw the line. <laughs> People die all the time. What's worse, cruelty to humans or cruelty to animals? Cruelty to humans. Honestly, cruelty to humans. Yeah. Well, I mean, two humans course. beating the crap out of each other is worse than a human punching a dog to death. Well, I mean, I mean, like, I mean look, a, the dog's of, worse. Yeah, cruelty to humans is worse. I, 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 get, I get it. I don't know why people are like, animals are defenseless and all that stuff. If you give the animals a choice of like, if you put all the animals in a circle and you said, hey, what do you guys think about the, making the lions extinct? They go, fuck, go for it. I mean, they wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. That's a human did, did thing. You, we- did you see that video of that 
uh, cat attacking that woman in Michigan. So fucking awesome. Wait, what? So, that is incredible. <laughs> it it's was a fucking daddy cat. It's just like a cat. woman. And this woman says it was like bothering her dog. So she's like out in the front of her house and she's like kind of kicking snow oh, at it no. to try to get it out of the way. She like turns around. There's no audio. So you yeah. don't know what happens. She's like rocking away from it. You can pipe it out there if you want, Bernie. How do I do that? Um, I think I can do that. Here, Jack can do it. Um, so she goes to turn away from it. You want to say and, Jack? Uh, it's just, uh, then she like turns around to look at it again, and she like kind of steps towards it, and then the next thing you know, the cat is like from Aliens. The cat is on her face, <laughs> and she's on the ground. Like it has like jumped up on her face, pulled her to the ground, and then she like is stumbling around. Then she gets up, and the cat's like latched onto her arm, oh and she's just like God. trying to peel it off, and then like throws it, and it lands on its feet with, like, its tail up, like, in a defensive position. It's, like, out of a kung fu movie. <laughs> fucking badass. That's awesome. Like, I hadn't watched wrestling in a couple years, and when I went back and watched it, and people were doing moves where, like, they grab somebody by the waist and then flip all around the person and then lock onto their neck and then yeah. do, like, a leg whip. Like a- that's what the cat did. It was so <laughs> fucking incredible. This cat takes down a full-grown woman. That's, in- that's amazing. I can fight a-, a cat. I'm not on Wi-Fi. Did so- you ever see that video of... It's some security footage. There's a cat on a wall, and a woman just walks by and just picks up the cat and puts it in a bin. Puts it in a garbage bin. That's yeah. the thing you And can. then walks off. Yeah. That, she's a lunatic. Lunatic. That's Who the a, hell would do that that's to a, a lunatic. poor cat? It wouldn't do anything. No. That's and, th- and this woman, people were like, group think again, they were saying, this woman attacked the cat, she got what she deserved. All I care is the cat fucking got a woman. <laughs> we have the video there on the ingestion. I don't know if we can show you. Oh, there's the oh, cat. Kicking. Getting a little face full of snow. So take, that, take that cat. <laughs> So this is a video. I mean, this is, is a naked? cell phone video of a of a normal oh, video. That's the first little faint. Oh, and, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the cat leapt onto her face. <laughs> oh my god! Like, throw it? it! Look, he's going after it. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Step so off. So this makes me think about when you said you could fight a tiger. A house cat almost killed that woman. <laughs> that woman's a house cat. That woman's in a pink juicy suit, dude. It used I to, it Look used at that cat. Like, the cat's just sitting there staring at her. Like, <laughs> it's like mad dog. Yeah, go her. ahead, walk, just walk. It was like a champion of momentum. It like latched on and swung <laughs> it whole body. Swing it. The woman went down. The cat couldn't have weighed more than eight or nine pounds, no, right? Yeah. And the way it landed, it was just like nothing happened. Yeah, like, I told, right. it was like it was like ready to keep going. It's like something out of a fucking kung fu movie. I know. I, I don't awesome. know. Listen, I've been bitten by a cat, and then I've been bitten by a cat. That's two totally different yeah. things. Like a playful bite versus a angry cat bite. Yeah, you yeah. know when you actually get bitten by a cat, it's like holy cow, that thing took. Yeah, a chunk this out uh, of I, I didn't show the pictures, but they showed like she had to go to the hospital because she got like severe infections from the bites because cats are filthy cats are animals, filthy. and her face was just all swollen. She had all these like puncture marks on her forehead. Uh, well, you know, it's one of the only things worse than a cat to get bit by? The person. A baby. Yeah. You get bit by a person, you're... Well, a, a human bite is way stronger than any cow or dog, isn't it? You're pretty fucked, yeah. And a horse. It's dirty. Wait, wait, what do you mean stronger? Like jaw force. No. Yeah. No, I, w- I would say a dog would probably be stronger than that. You know, you can bite, you can bite I think it's the... off one of your fingers without thinking about it if your body would let you do it. Yeah. Jesus. Like a carrot. Was that Jack Reacher, the, uh, the Tom Cruise movie? There was a guy who did that. It was like like the the big boss in that movie. He like bit off his own fingers. For yeah, some but reason. a dog would bite you, but it would probably have to like shake like the the alignment of our teeth and the force of the jaw. I think you could. Oh, just, they like, rely snap on the shredding it. from the yeah. turning their heads. Yeah, we can just be like. It's not happening. Mars attacks. <laughs> it's not something you commonly think about it, but like if you were like in a war and you're tussling with somebody hand to hand combat, the way you would fight when there's no no rules just for survival. 
That would be a fucking brutal fight. Oh, yeah. But even in war, there's rules, right? Like, no, 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 not, not when you're, like, not you're about to be killed. There's what's not. all that Geneva stuff about, though? That's yeah, like that's, you, that's you don't bust out the Geneva Convention. If, if you if you are looking at a guy who's like looking to kill you, I'm talking it's saving I would, yeah, yeah, That's exactly oh. what I was thinking of. Like, yeah. no, 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 wait, wait. You know, yeah, he's like, shh, shh, yeah. shh. Oh, it's creepy. No, you mean you go straight for someone's eyes, right? Or, or yeah, or like, or their like, balls. Jesus yeah. Christ, just fucking uh, a guy without balls. I would get a medal from the U.S. government for kicking so many balls. Like that would be my go-to move. <laughs> it's got to be a big reason why they shave soldiers' heads. <laughs> it's a golden heads. nut sack. Yeah, a golden nut sack. Yeah, yeah so I'm sure you don't have to grab onto. Yeah, you would absolutely grab hold of somebody's hair, or rip their ear off, or bite their throat. You yeah. know, like cool. dudes in MMA where they're wrestling like this, they just bite somebody's neck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you'd never go into those like, arm bars. Pull shit. someone's artery out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pull out the jugular with your teeth. Yeah. And then go, That's one of the bits in uh, Catching Fire. One of the tributes is like shaved her teeth into fangs. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, okay. But, you know, it's kind of cool. But when are you going to get close enough to like bite somebody with your, with your precious fangs? It's intimidating. It's intimidating, yeah. right? Well, yeah, you get you get some MMA match. Do yeah. people ever ever do that? I, ever does anyone actually ever do that for intimidation? Like some weirdo? Do people <laughs> actually file their teeth? I think there's a guy who filed down his canines like really sharp. Oh man, I should um, show this. I forget his name, but yeah, on it. Yeah, some of those MMA guys are crazy. One of the guys that's on its sponsors. Oh, I'll see if I can pull it up. <laughs> he has a really he has a he has a uh, uh, an MMA like he has the mouthpiece, uh-huh. but he's like drawn big buck teeth on it. <laughs> The most like, well, so he's just like, oh, yeah. well, here, let me let me. It's a good segue. Let me read the on it read here and I'll oh, look that. Wow, up. that's cool. They are a sponsor today. Uh, this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by On It and their flagship product, Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is the, fir- fir- <laughs> the first fully balanced nootropic designed to increase focus and mental drive. For our listeners, get 10% off when you use promo code Rooster at slash gaming. That's O N N I slash gaming. Uh, so, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's a cognitive enhancer designed to raise levels of all major neurotransmitters and clear up mental fog. Uh, what that means to you is in games, faster mental speed, quicker reaction time, increased focus. Um, in life, increased motivation and mental drive, improvement in word recall, conversation flow, and a boost to neuro and physical health. If you live in the Austin area, you can actually go down to their offices off Friedrich Lane, and you can just buy the stuff there if you don't want to pay. <laughs> That's awesome. If you don't want to pay for shipping, uh, oh, they, cool. got, they got a cool office. Not too far from ours, actually. <laughs> So uh, go check it out, onit.com slash gaming. Longtime sponsor, love their stuff. Speaking of local stuff, the new Mac Pros just launched, the trash bin. That's uh, one of the other things the, I have in my hate list. You're going to bring me back to the fucking hate. You they're really made, they're being made here in Austin. You have no idea what you just walked into. They're being made here in Austin. They launched the Mac Pro. Yeah. They made their target. They started promoting this in June. Yeah. They're going to launch it in December. Uh, they launched it. You're not going to get it until February. Really? Really? Yeah. He was living. I was like, "What was the walking. fuck does that mean?" <laughs> so all they've done is given you the button to buy it, but really nothing's changed. Right? So yeah, you don't, you don't get shit. Wow. You can customize it now. You can see the actual price. Hmm. That's another. That's another thing I hate. Oh. You've just fucking hit the hot button. <laughs> <laughs> so Merry Christmas, these everybody. These are being made in Austin. Yeah. Which. Northwest Austin. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, uh, it's a big probably deal. Probably the people making them give yeah. a little bit it's of a, a fuck. Deal. It's, it's like being made in America. That's pretty cool. Why? Why do we want? We don't jobs. America doesn't. It's not being made. America is not known as a manufacturing. What does it mean anymore. to make? Do, computer, do they have suicide nets at that building? Like I'm sure it's like pretty good conditions there, right? It's That's great good. conditions in China too. Like, people the fight for those fucking nets. jobs. They fucking stand in line for days to get those jobs. You know, we we have Whatever a tiny factory here to build these Mac Pros. Okay, we can't build enough of them. 
We can't get them until February. I guarantee you, if Foxconn was making these fucking things, there'd be one on my desk right now. <laughs> well, they're working up. They have a note in it saying, help me. Yeah. <laughs> that video on the desk. Also, like, that, that's an, an, uh, this, another thing I'm mad about. Oh, no. So people are bitching the, about how much these things cost. Finger. Right. That's the price of manufacturing in America. Yeah. You manufacture it here, of course it's going to fucking cost more. Dude. Like, all I see is comments are like, why the fuck is this so expensive? I could buy a PC for way cheaper. Do you want – I mean – well, the Mac There's Pro, no winning this. The Mac Pro is always expensive. It's, it's really fucking expensive now. Is it it's more like, expensive? It's, yeah, it's like twenty nine ninety nine base now. Like before, it was like I think it was like well, maybe two thousand. It looks base. like a tiny little it's bin. Cool. I like it. I wish I had one. <laughs> Are you getting? I don't like that new design. No, no. my I, my computer's not due for a refresh yet. So is I'm mine? Keep using it. Yeah, yeah. You're on. You're, 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 you you would have one today. Hey, we you we put in an order for you. Hey, that's and awesome. you'll get it in February. Your first Nishima Hunter office, you bastard. I'll need I'll need it for when I'm editing four K. Phantom stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I just—it's just a fucking debacle. That I sucks. can't believe. And okay, this is a fucking gateway for even more Let's hate. Let's do it. Fucking Apple, man. Fucking Apple. <laughs> can't get their shit together. <laughs> so ever since I upgraded to Mavericks, my mail application Mavericks? has been shit. Really? It why, just why, does not work. It was using... the same with the last update. No, it, it's, it's, it's worse down now. And down and down. So every time. Mavericks came out. Pile of shit. Does not work at well, all. Why are, you, why are you using Mavericks? Use the web-based thing we use. Shut up. That's, so, <laughs> that's what I used. So, oh, well, great. You, good for you. Well, I'm talking well, about me. I'm well, talking about me. <laughs> so then the mail the application is so bad. It's still cloud-based, fucker. Jack, how dare you? He had to walk slow behind somebody. <laughs> so the, 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 the mail application was so bad that before they released the 10.9.1 update, they had an update just to fix mail. Wow. Didn't fix it. <laughs> so there's nothing worse when you have a problem and there's a fix for it and then it doesn't fix your thing so then yeah. they finally released 10.9.1 which has another mail fix it made it even worse than it was before so what's now when I check mail on my desktop it doesn't mark mail as red so oh, on my weird. phone my, fil- my, my mail is still unread and the web browser it's still unread so like I'll go through my desktop read everything reply to everything then look in the web browser and it's still all unread and then I look back at my desktop and everything's marked as unread again because it's refreshed and gotten status from the web Client, like what the? F- it's absolutely worth. So your, your mail, I am now because okay. they fucking broke it. So your mail app is telling all your other devices that you haven't read email that you've read, right? That's and that I haven't replied to it. That's why I had to reconfirm my your your okay. showing up today because I didn't know if I emailed you because the fucking thing doesn't tell me. <laughs> you know, a total pile of sh- and mail in <laughs> iOS seven just as bad. I'll read a message back out and it says it's unread. So then I have to go in and read it again. Yeah, what was the, t- it takes take some time sometimes before old trip bullshit. over. Bullshit. Where the, the fuck is Steve Jobs when you need him? <laughs> yeah. You think this shit would fly if Steve Jobs was in charge? He would literally have heads on pikes and fucking Cupertino over this shit. <laughs> that is true. He would Steve- be kicking over some shit. No, I, I have a friend who works at Apple, and she basically says, like, now that Steve's gone, like, people are just much more lax about this. They just don't care as much anymore. And they, when, when he was there, like, he would rain they down are in a, fire on They are people. in a bitter war with Android over the mobile platform. Yeah. And they are fucking it up. Yeah. They have fucked it. I said it. Do <laughs> like, you see him sink back in his seat? You know, like, I, done. I, Gavin gave me sink. shit because when the new iOS for the iPhone came out, I didn't upgrade for, like, two weeks. And he kept telling me to do it, do it, do it. I just don't – I've learned not to do that anymore. Like, I have not upgraded to this new OS update. Don't. At all for my MacBook Air. My mail's fine. Watch, I'm going to make mark something red. <laughs> See, the, the reason I, I upgrade is I'm always our test case for upgrading other machines in the office. Yeah. Uh, because if there's problems, I normally can work around them. Test Not fails. this one. I upgraded mine, and I, my, my web client works fine. 
That, isn't that the worst response to any tech support problem you're ever having? Which people going, ah, it works for me. You want to pull just, like just a house re- cat maneuver, like or, grab by just, the neck. And- just redo <laughs> your entire workflow to work like this. I've only been doing it this way for like 10 fucking years. Let me redo everything. Yeah, well, mail is a personal thing, the way you handle it. Like, yeah. I watch like, other people. I receive well, such a volume of mail, like everything's so customized. I need everything to be handled a particular way. Otherwise, I'm lost. But see, the thing for me is like, if it's all web-based. They- You're also terrible at replying to mail. I'm good. I'm good. I replied to you today, like immediately. Yeah, but you didn't reply to the first message I sent. Did you send a first message? Yeah. Are you sure? I looked. Did I reply? (laughs) Yeah, you did. Or so it said. I didn't think you – that wasn't a confirmation email. It was just a list. I assumed that was okay. Mm. I didn't realize you needed a a confirmation to a list. Um, but like I think about web-based stuff is like no matter where I am, I can pop onto a computer and get exactly the same thing. I use that too. But But so like for your – I use that as a utility. Like – when I'm away from my computer, that's great. I can I can work with that. But when I'm like at my work machine, like where I need the most efficiency, the, the ability to get through things as quickly as possible, I have a very particular workflow that I need to adhere to. Like uh, the web browser is fine. I can work around with that. It works. But ultimate efficiency, I need that application. Uh, I need all of my hotkeys. I don't want to fucking click on send. I want Apple Shift D, dude. Apple okay. Shift D. <laughs> like, I have all the hotkeys memorized. You know, I don't want to put yeah, yeah, yeah. my mouth. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> like, no, that's I'm crazy about email. I get so much mail. <laughs> You're like ripping off shift keys. You know, no, I understand that. Like, I mean, like, we've been asking for Final Cut Pro 7, like, because we don't want to upgrade to anything else because we've been using the same thing so long now. Where it's like, if they would just make a Final Cut Pro 7 work in 64-bit instead of the 32-bit that doesn't take advantage of the full processor yeah. and everything. God, so, like, I would help pay for those They guys. released a Final Cut Pro 10 upgrade. Did they? To accommodate um, the new Mac Pros well, and this, boost performance. This is a uh, broad topic of conversation. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's hating Apple. Everyone loves that, right? back to the right? college coach again. Yeah, yeah. Apple do suck in a lot of ways. It's terrible. a shame that products hey, are so cool. What's, uh, to me, when I watch anyone with the email, like, I went to Holmes office. He has an inbox. His inbox has 38,000 emails in it. Jesus. He leaves everything. There's no such thing as any other mailbox besides his inbox. Mm-hmm. He just processes everything there. I, I I looked at that and I, I hated him. I actually made me hate Matt. I was like, how can you possibly do this? Do you guys do that same thing? I try I go through about once a month and try to clear it out. Oh, I've never, but that happens to me. I don't think I've ever deleted an email in my life. No, but, no, but, but organizational. Yeah. I just move everything to other folders. Like oh, I, no, it's just a gigantic inbox. It's a I huge actually, list. My uh, slow-mo guy's Gmail account is full. It's got, what, two gigs of mail storage? Th- way 30. more. 30 gigs? Yeah. I filled Jesus. it. My, my rooster teeth mail... Which, like, and we recently migrated. When we migrated to this new system, I purged a lot of mail. I'm at 10 gigs. Fuck. Like, it, it, like, it's, that, this is why I need a mail application. Yeah, okay. I mean, look at my folders. Like, you you're talking about organization? Jeez. That's too many, right. though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's his <laughs> well, the world I live in. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I do. Everything's in the same inbox. Spotlight. Yeah, you just look up. You're saying search. You search yeah. for your stuff. You just, search, you just type it. But I, I still need an inbox and tell. An inbox to me is like a to do list, oh, and I keep stuff in yeah. my inbox. And then as I need, like as I process something, I move it out into the, like the all mail folder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, I, I can understand. I mean, you've been using that email address for over a decade now, yeah. so I imagine it's I'm pretty. Very, full. very passionate about it. <laughs> and like, so, I have so, I have so many rules and like things moving to folders, and yeah, it's it's a what, very you delicate. have rules. About the way that you interact? Do you not worry that, like, communication? Well, he probably means, like, custom rules. Like, of course, like, if you ever email received with this subject line, move to this folder. That didn't make it better, Jack. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not worry, though. Yeah. Like, he didn't mean rules. He meant computer rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's less nerdy. The universe is really big, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's all this stuff. It's really big. Relatively. There's all this stuff. There's all these galaxies. And then we're one tiny little planet. 
Or a huge then one on a relative scale. Those you're only around for like a tiny little speck of time. Maybe you. And Gus, you're worrying about like email organization. I'm worried you, about think- maximizing my time in this world. <laughs> and how about that, fucker? I mean, there are better things to worry about. Oh, yeah, I just want to reply to email. Fuck it. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, it's funny because I, I had that conversation. I was in a lawyer's office, and we were looking at a contract, and we were having a, a – seriously, a five- to ten-minute conversation about whether when you say they'll pay the amount in full, whether it was clearer to say pay the amount in full or pay in full the amount because <laughs> the full would modify paid. So is the amount's going to be full – it makes it's clearer to say paid in full the amount. It's like what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> how do human beings get to this level? It's like five graduate level educated people, and we're all sitting in there going, "Hmm, yeah." And it's like a real debate. It's like God, the cavemen who are fucking fighting yeah. saber tooth tigers think. I hope one day he'll be sitting in a fucking conference room with a big ass long table, and they'll be discussing about. It, it, it does no, disturb me though. It's, I hope people are one day sitting in a room not having to fight a saber tooth tiger. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But I, I kind of sometimes just want an eject button on the situation that I'm in where it would eject me out. I'd go through the ceiling. My phone and all, like, technology would just fly away from me, and I'd just land in a field and just, like, hang out. And it'd be like a little reset. Hang out. It'd be like a little reset on the situation. It's like, yeah, that wasn't important. I'm going to go and do something else. <laughs> in the middle of a field? Yeah. <laughs> would you want to tell me it to take you somewhere? No. Just, like, like, just be one with nature for a little bit. And then when you come back, you'll be a refreshed person. It'll be like... Well, that's stuff we weren't about. It's not. Let's not uh, worry you, about you strike me as the least like nature person ever. Like if you were trapped on a field somewhere, I can't imagine you enjoying yourself. Yeah, like I was like, Gavin, hey, let's go camping. Yeah, Do you want to go camping? I can't imagine Gavin being like, yeah, let's go camping outdoors. I like camping. I used to go for like random hikes all the time in England. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it here. I'll burn to death. Ashley <laughs> does something she calls glamping. Oh, which is like glamorous camping. Glamorous camping. Yeah. I think that, that's what, what she calls that? it. What is that? I've heard. I've heard of glamping. I thought glamping. Now that I say it out loud, I thought glamping was the thing they do at cons where they. That's yes. glomping. Oh, glomping, right. Come on, totally different. Where they just like... But whatever you do, don't ever glump. They basically, <laughs> they, they basically like grope people is what that is. Is that what glomping is, Yeah, right? like, ju- it's a jump hug. Jump hug, okay. All right, but yeah, but glamping is glamorous camping, so it's like... <laughs> glamping it's like, almost sounds as lame as a frunk. <laughs> glamorous... What is... <laughs> it's like they take like very like, like uh, air mattresses oh, and okay. like, like they take a lot of technology with them to make the experience okay. easier. Well, right. don't just don't be outside. Though. Right, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm gonna <laughs> talk. On, I'm gonna move on to something else I hate. I want. Okay, go ahead. Is it theme parks? So I'm sick of Facebook. I, I agree with you. There are. <laughs> Do I have to be here for this? There are people. <laughs> this is awesome. Go. Who the there show, are people who it. only have one kind of update. Like there's this one dude in my timeline. I know. Oh, I'm gonna post about Taekwondo. Every post. We all know who that is. Another person. Yeah. No, it's, it's not the person you think it is. Oh, okay. I have another person who only posts stuff they're selling. Like they use it like their personal Craigslist. I have another guy I went to high school with who's a realtor, only posts real estate news. It's like, Hi. has this become your life? Like this is my experience of you, of, of these people. It's like you are the garage sailor, you are the real realtor, and you're the Taekwondo guy. It's like that's the image you're projecting. Yeah. It's so fucking one-sided and one-dimensional. I don't want to see that shit. I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> what, really? what, what, I'm going to fucking delete my Facebook account. Have you, have you, so gone, have you gone beyond the, uh, the like married and baby photos? I'm so sick of that. Unbaby yeah. me. <laughs> Unbaby me. What, just hide all from user. You're done. Hide all from user. Or just, just remove friend. <laughs> or, or just remove friend yeah. if you got balls like Gavin does, apparently. I don't have that. On Twitter, yeah. I have a whole app that lets me mute people that I follow. <laughs> yeah. It's like, boop. It's oh, like, oh, 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 oh. 
and crazy political view person. Oh yeah, no, you like, love like, that guy. Crazy political view. She's, oh, she's like an uncle or it's something. My, my old English teacher from middle school. Ah. I am so sick. Can you imagine trying to describe your mute function to a caveman <laughs> and try and make <laughs> no. that make sense? It's like, okay, so this feature, what it does is, with this device, it lets me see what they do on that device, right. but then I don't want to let them know that I don't want to see the stuff on that they're typing on the device. Yes. So it lets me not see it, even though he thinks that I'm seeing it. Right. And the caveman would probably just club you to death. <laughs> he, would, he would club you to death. He would club you to death and he would smash my phone. Yeah. He'd say like, so he has a device that he puts words into it, and then the words go into the air, <laughs> and my device will take the air and pull the words out of it, and then I ignore them. <laughs> 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 I would have bought a device to pull words out of the air that I don't want to read. <laughs> and I it's so it specific. And I, I look at it every 30 everyone. seconds. I yeah. pull it out to stare at it. The thing is, if, there was a, if there was a scale of useful things a human could do, then you're dealing with Twitter and it's like this. It's so narrowed down. And then it's narrowed down even yeah. further to the yeah. point where it's so irrelevant to anyone. And I mean, I, we're now to the point where Twitter's been going so long. I mean, the people like the people who kind of tweet a little bit more than other people, it's now way out of scale because yeah. of time. Like, I tweet a little bit. You tweet less than I do. I don't know how much you do. I have but, like, like 2,000. I, I maybe like five, five a day. I have like 5,000 total tweets, maybe like 6,000, somewhere in that range. But then, like, now it's like my friends are like 80. 90,000, it's like, that is a volume of information. Well, the, the my ratio thing still comes into effect. Where if you have more tweets than followers, you need to calm down. Like, Why? That, that just, drives me crazy. But that's most people, Jack. I know, but that's I mean, most, well, I mean just because when you have like, a lot of followers doesn't mean you have any more to say. No, but I'm saying, like, if you have... If if you're, if you have 15, why talk to an empty room? Then, well, yeah, Jack, if you, have, exactly. if you have one friend, how many times are you allowed to text them? Is there a limit on that? Then text them. Don't tweet them. Like, that's not a public thing. That's, that's like, just how people communicate. But I mean, it's, if you have 15 followers and 20,000 tweets, it's like, all right. Yeah, you are just talking to an empty room, you're basically. Off, you're off base on this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one big empty room. I mean, it's yeah. like, how many, how many, like, with how many Twitter followers do you have, how many of them don't exist that you're talking? That's true. Think about that. I'm talking to people who just don't exist I anymore. think about that a lot. Like, how many yeah. are just fucking just robots, bots or yeah. hacked accounts? It's a lot of them. Or I dead mean, people. Man, I have gotten that's, that's, I've gotten so much fucking Twitter spam this year. I don't remember it being this bad last year, but like hijacked accounts that are like Ugg boots at a discount. Click yep. here. Like what? I, it's really embarrassing when I see someone I know who gets a hijacked account. I'm like, how did you? They're like, oh, I didn't really tweet that. It's uh, it was a hijack. I'd say I would rather say that I I tweeted that than I did something that got my account hijacked. Yeah. You know? I, I had a thing where um, so I I have my own personal email outside of work, and uh, I have a catch like my my main email is a catch all account. And someone made a like payroll at my personal email dot com, mm-hmm. and so I saw like suddenly my inbox was flooded like two hundred emails, where someone sent out a spam email with my mm-hmm. you know like domain on the end of it. Your it's return just, address. Like, yeah, it's like what the f- like where did that? How did that happen? And so yeah. I had to go through my you know apps and everything and turn all that off. But it's like shit, that sucks. So. I gotta go with Gus on one thing though. There's one thing in particular that bugs the shit out of me. That people do. Is it Facebook? Uh, no, it's on Twitter. It's a Twitter <laughs> thing. It might be on Facebook. I, I never have used Facebook to any level. It's like every I'm just saying Facebook in general. Is that the thing that bugs you the shit it, out of you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm done. No, but I hate, and I have a lot of people on my feed that do this. I don't want to get involved with your customer service issues, okay? I don't want people to tell me like, oh, thanks, United. You just canceled my flight. And then they call out United. But like they don't do it to United. They do it to everybody. Like they're going to shame United. everyone – Starts tagging in United and saying, hey, help this person out. Yeah, it's just like, I don't, look, if you can't handle your life, that's you. 
I don't like customer service situations that I have to deal with. I don't want to fucking be involved you, with yours. You I, just tweeted shit about Yellow Cab. What I do? I tweeted yeah. to Bar- I replied to Barbara. Oh, is that why I saw? I guess that's why I saw. Yeah. It. Okay. I replied to I, Barbara. I, I'm totally guilty of doing that. I, I will 100 percent admit I've done that. Everybody and, does it. And no, it, it works. The thing is because people are so scared of something on social media going viral and getting them bad press that they will uh, they will jump on situations yeah, but then I just, so much faster. I just faster. feel like you're using no. it. if you're on the phone with like you're on hold for two hours. And I, you're, my phone rings, and you're, I'm like, hey, what's up? And you're like, hey, dude, I'm on hold for two hours. I'm going to conference you in so we can talk to this guy. I'm like, fuck me. I'm waiting on hold with you. To me, it's the exact same thing. But also, it, 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 it doesn't work necessarily. Like, for example, I did this when I was having trouble with Bank of America with my home mortgage. Fuck Bank of America. I hope they go out of business. Uh, <laughs> so I, I had a, a snarky tweet like, I think I said something like, fuck Bank of America, I hope they go out of business. I added them, and they replied like, oh, what's your problem? We're here to help. You know, send us a DM. They're like, okay, so they're trying to be proactive. Yeah. I send them a DM, I explain stuff, we go back and forth a bit. They're like, yeah, we can't help you. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, great. See, <laughs> that, that happened to me with TiVo, where like TiVo would charge me for something I didn't want to pay for. And, or I mean, it was something like I specifically got, went out of my way and like, okay, I don't want to charge for I don't want this anymore, and they gave it to me anyway and charged me for it. And I called him up, and the guy was an asshole on the phone. And I so I ranted on it on Twitter about it. And like the next day, like a VP of PR called me, like directly called me, and said, "We saw your tweet. How can I help you?" And I was like, "Fuck, okay, that's awesome." And so they actually went out of their way and took care of it for me. Hmm. So I was like, "Okay, I, I respect that." And to so, me, it's, it's me, tacky. It's, it's the to me, it's the equivalent of the people who will put signs on their car. You know, about how they're, they're like, you know, that they've been wronged by some customer service or some yeah. government agency or something like that. To me, it's that same level. Now, I'm not saying like, like I've written like Xbox support going, hey, I can't use my credit card and at, at Xbox support because I'm communicating to them. It's the broadcasting thing that drives me crazy. Mm. Have you figured that out yet? What? <laughs> Have you figured out the credit card thing yet? No. It still doesn't I'm work. I'm still fucked too. Yeah. How much All, money? Yeah. Is it Microsoft <laughs> like losing? No, we don't do that on Twitter. We use our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, but every, everyone, we've all got this problem. And if I mean, if anybody else is dealing they with it, too, lo- it must they must what be losing. Was it so someone much else? Money. Was it Adam Kovic? I think that has the yeah, problem. Yeah, Kovic had it too. No, nobody in our company can buy anything I on the Xbox they, Live Network anymore. All, all you can do is go to Amazon, buy a, like a card, a point card there, and then put it on your account. It's got to be an effect. I'm wondering if it's affecting all of us because we all use a lot of Xboxes and. We also have. Or we might also pretty, be like high volume. Yeah, like high volume gamer tags. But you don't want to cut off your. I, I would think I'm a high volume purchaser. I buy a lot of downloadable titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I like Xbox Live Arcade, which they don't call it that anymore. I bought half my games were XBL titles, maybe more. And uh, I wonder if it has something to do with the volume. But man, if you cut off your high volume users, you're that's also, a huge chunk. We have a lot of volume, but it hasn't been an issue. There's no chargebacks. There's no nope. fraud. I mean, we have a high volume with consistent. Good reputation. I don't know how else to say it. Like, Something's going on. Something's going on. It just basically, we're not really explaining what's happening. So we can't, when most of us at the company started with Gavin, I think, we can't buy things on Xbox Live. It'll just, it tells me, use another payment method. Yeah. And I have like four in there now, and now they're all not working. Yeah. yeah. It just says can't authorize. I've tried every credit card, every debit card, personal, yeah. business, everything. Yeah. None of them work. Yeah. No, none of the achievement hunter guys can get that to work. PayPal Jeff, doesn't do work. It. I can't yeah. do it. PayPal's not working. Yeah. And it's just super frustrating. PayPal doesn't work. Nope. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, something's going on. I've yeah. just got a broken account, though. It happened before the Xbox One. I migrated my account from a UK account to a US one. Yeah, mine definitely started with the Xbox One. I haven't tried to purchase anything on the 360 since oh, then, though. you got a reason to now. You didn't try to purchase? What about... Uh... I already had money in my wallet. Oh, I see. So... Walking Dead Season 2 came out. I know he's uh, playing yeah. it. Yeah, I... I... Fuck, my safe... Another thing I hate. My safe <laughs> file got fucked. 
I, I can go toe-to-toe with that. My, my Mass Effect 2 save file got fucked. Oh, dear. Yeah, that sucked. That's and a I, lot of I, I'm one of the few people who played all the way through Mass Effect 1. So I was, like, carrying that thing for a while. That and sucks. then uh, Mass Effect 3 came around, and I had a bunch of shit I didn't even recognize. Do you not back up your stuff? The, that was when I moved to cloud saves, and I lost my memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I was trying was to find my one of the things I didn't save. move for whatever dumb reason. I found my memory stick, and I, like, load the save, and it's, like... It has me at the very end of chapter two in season one. Oh. So, like, all of three, all of four, all of five. Wow. So I'm going to have to go back. It has my 400-day save. See, I just wouldn't do it again. I've got to do it. I can't start season two with people alive that should be dead. I cannot <laughs> Is do not that. Is one of those things I, that you can do? I quick? would fucking hate myself. Do you know that they released for Mass Effect, they released uh, some kind of tool where, like Gavin's saying, yeah. you could make those choices. It's really awesome. Yeah. It's essentially like a graphic novel. Is that what it is? The yeah. Mass Effect one? I forget what it's called. Fuck. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm kind of surprised they don't have that for Walking Dead, where you can just be like, I want to start my game this, 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 They this. might, but I want to make all the choices. Okay. What I'm, does that I, mean? Well, no, like, there's get... a lot of inconsequential choices, too. Well, then why would you like, make... I'm, I'm sure they're not going to have Why do you want to make inconsequential choices? <laughs> I want to make sure it's complete. Like, Mass Effect 1, you play the graphic novel thing, it's not everything in the game. You want to go through and set everything exactly the way you want. But yeah, it's only it's not just it, the yeah. big story pieces. But if only it's only stuff that affects the actual outcome. Yeah, what's the, that's yeah. What, what does inconsequential mean it, to you? It doesn't feel right to me. Okay, all right. You doesn't might be crazy. Right. But if, if it has no, that's the equivalent of saying like, oh, in this level, I farted on this character, Absolutely. and then two I want, years later, you you did fart on them, but it has you know, no way affected Gus, anything. You will have. You're going to know how to play that. through it this time, <laughs> so you're not going to look in the wrong direction once, and that could affect Yeah, I know. I believe me. I have agonized over this. You're laughing and you're joking. I've thought about this. Like, <laughs> when I'm in, in those situations now that I'm replaying it, I'm like, how did I play this the first time? Like, what order did I explore? Oh. I'm trying to, like, recreate it Jeez. as faithfully as I can. I'm a lunatic. You should yeah. press the eject button game. and go land in a field for a while and just cool off. Uh, my eject button will be when I finally get back to season two. <laughs> be like, ah. Gus, can I talk about something that might make you happy? Good because I have other stuff I hate on my list here. So I, uh, I had a, he did say might make you happy. Yeah, just like you, no I had a beer at Mo's Tavern in Universal oh, Studios. Nice, that was so awesome. The, it's, so it's so it's, surreal it's walking into that gonna room. Gonna make me angry. That's gonna make you angry. When I went, they were out of Duff. Oh, all, all Duff, all three, all the three kinds. They only had Duff Dark. Oh, okay, rough life, dude. I, I had Duff Dry, and it was actually really, really tasty. The Flaming good. Mo's are non-alcoholic. They're non-alcoholic. That also pisses me off. The bartender was super nice. Yeah. Bartenders are good. You're yeah. literally the only person in the world who can get mad in Disney World. You got mad <laughs> no, in Universal. Universal. Oh, excuse me. In Universal Studios. Were they working on the new Harry Potter stuff there when you were there? Yeah, it was under construction. Okay, yeah. So, dude. Oh, how did you deal with that? Oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> well, so it's a new Harry Potter thing. So, they have the old, they have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, the Islands of Adventure. I'm going to get super geeky. You, I stuff. Giddiness in your voice is I, just ramping up. I get so excited about theme park stuff. So, at Islands of Adventure, they have a whole uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which is like the, the Hogwarts ride. They have, it's Hogsmeade, so the three broomsticks is there. Ollivander's wand shop, which should be in. You say this like I should know be in Diagon Alley. Like, oh, the three meats. Tell me. <laughs> more <laughs> anyway so they had that all there but in the other park because there's two theme parks for universal there's islands of adventure and then universal studios so universal studios they got rid of amity island where they had the jaws ride oh uh, that's really yeah well it's okay. it's it, it, well, actually it wasn't there when the park opened but anyway uh so they got rid of that and they took that space and they're building up a london waterfront so it looks like london from the front you go inside king's cross station and uh i don't maybe so maybe it's like you go inside and there's the leaky cauldron which is like the oh uh, yeah you go into the really? leaky cauldron and then you walk through there and you're in diagon alley is the leaky cauldron actually a cauldron or is it a place it's a place okay. it's, it's, a, it's basically like a tavern i really, I really don't know oh, <laughs> you realize you're, you're, you're telling I'm, the I'm, I'm worst ca- audience i don't here. care 
And so you go through there, and then you're in Diagon Alley, which is like you know where they have all the wizarding stuff, and they get yeah. all the books and things. And then they they're they're building a Gringotts ride, which is Gringotts is the uh, the wizarding <laughs> face. bank. Let's just leave it on Bernie's face <laughs> the whole time. It's the wizarding bank. That's where like all the people have all their their money and everything. So they're building a ride in there, and there's going to be a dragon on top of the building, which is cool. And they're building a train that goes from there all the way over to the other park. Like Do they're building a Hogwarts their own bank. Is yeah. that like a big deal? Yeah, did they, they also have problems in 2008? Like, were they affect were they affected by the financial crisis? <laughs> was there like a wizarding mortgage scandal? <laughs> no, I feel like they, the caveman who you just explained the phone to. That's <laughs> exactly how I feel right now. So, so anyway, it looks really really cool. It's supposed to open like this summer, and so I'm gonna have to go back and go check it out. Here's what I do know about it's. It's so I, weird how people are so different. Like, what? you would have to pay me to go and see that. Why? Because I I just because it's too really close to home for you. Massively, just don't care about Harry Potter. No, it's weird. Yeah. That, the people are just so different. Did we? So we're very different fun. people. When we went to the, we did not go to the uh, the traveling museum show of the Lord of the Rings production. Did you? I didn't do that with you, did I? Mm-mm. Yeah, they did a they did a, a traveling like an exhibit museum exhibit that we went around, and I, I saw it actually in New it, Zealand. I thought it was in Houston at one point. That's the closest it got to Austin. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. And I I did I went to that, and I went to the Harry Potter one. Didn't know anything about Harry Potter at the time, and uh, it was you're right. It was like two. It was like one. I was like, I, okay, these are close. You know what I mean? And the other one, I was like, whoa, they made chain mail. Was, the, uh, you know, was yeah. the, uh, the one in New Zealand, was that the Te Papa? Te Papa. Was that Maybe I did it, it with you. Yeah, we went yeah. there. We held hands. It was awesome. <laughs> it was in Wellington. I think it was our first trip down to New Zealand. It was. We, we just happened there. to catch like, the Lord of the Rings Museum exhibit at the – Oh, wow. I, the I went to that place with you, didn't I? But it wasn't any Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there. I think we went to get a beer. Yeah, we <laughs> got past <laughs> that. I went. It's, well, right, it's out there. Uh, Monsoon Poon's kind of close to the to pop-up. Geez, I remember right. It's like a little further. Poon. Monsoon Poon's so fucking good. Isn't um, witches with brooms and stuff? Yeah, go ahead. Isn't that because they used to wedge the broom handles up themselves? That, I think, is a – I believe that's a, <laughs> that was something they, they used as propaganda, that they would take – they would put psychedelics – on the end of a broom handle and put it in their vagina. And then, then that's where the, com- the modern-day image of a witch riding a broom comes from. So I they rode a broom in a totally different way. <laughs> yeah. But that was made up. That was made up to, like, in one piece of propaganda, it just became, like, a thing. Like, mm. I also learned this. Did you know that Napoleon was normal or above-average height? Really? No idea. They just started that rumor about him to disparage him, his enemies. Oh. Well, that he was short. That he was short. Yeah, sorry, that he was short. Did Hitler only have one ball, or was that a myth, too? I don't know. Is that, that a myth? I've never heard that. Yeah, Hitler only has one ball. The other's in the Albert Hall. Well, was it, how's that rhyme go? What? His mother has the other. <laughs> go ahead. This is, this is, is this like thing? stuff you learn? This is like it's British like school child. Rosie, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I think like, there's, some, there's something involving Hitler's testicles. If you bomb not, the UK, they're going to make rhymes about you only having one college ball. mascots, yeah. those are weird guys. College, yeah, mascots, yeah, college are weird. mascots are strange. But it's weird how things, like, become the opposite over time. Like, I just learned um, that the literal interpretation of turn the other cheek means to hit somebody in the face because you're turning their, their other cheek. That's, that's, the literal, uh, that's the literal interpretation the of – the complete opposite of what – The complete opposite. And the phrase "eye for an eye" means that you should like. What does that phrase mean? "Eye for an eye." That means if they stab out your eye, you can stab out. Yeah, their like eye. you should take you it's, should take revenge on somebody. It's right. If you're wrong, yeah. you have the right to. Yeah, you should. You should the it's a thing. thing for revenge, right? right? It's actually a limitation of punishment mm. that if someone takes your eye, you can't kill them. You can only take their eye. Like so, it's supposed to be a limitation of, not, of revenge, not what not, you're entitled to. Yeah, not so a don't reason. Don't give to, back more. Yeah, like, don't take their it eye. Was Hammurabi? Hammurabi, I believe. Hammurabi, yeah. So I, th- I, I said it's that funny. like a minute ago. Did you? Yeah. You did. No, you I'm did. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I hate. Drunk? Quotes. 
quotes. Why? I don't know. I, I feel like people who post quotes all the time. <laughs> that part is, his Twitter feed gives you, I hate quotes. He <laughs> 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 just poked me. Oh, I did. No. I, I did. Like, is it because we started typing to you with everything in quotes that I one feel, time? No, it's not the quotation marks. I hate. It's like people who like find profound meaning in quotes. I feel like. Oh, you, like deep. Like, yeah, it's like you, you can't internalize. You can't make the thought yourself. So you look to someone else who's made the thought and then latch onto that. And then you fucking spam it all over social media. It's inspiration. No, fuck that. This is a collective process that. that we're all going through. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve well, me at my best. All that fucking Maryland, all that fucking fake quotes too. All this bullshit. I see that all the time now where like I see like a picture of Marilyn Monroe with a quote. And I'm like, there's no way she said that. Look it up. Oh, that's a Lady Gaga quote. <laughs> It's like it's like people like people are just putting shit in quotes and just attributing it to people. What the fuck does this even mean anymore? Does it matter? If it Gaga- pisses me off. <laughs> what it but it's like, but it, it mattered to them. Obviously, it mattered to someone who found the picture and then put her name on there. So do you, do you agree that any woman who says, "If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best," that's like a terrible thing to say, right? It is. It is like what douchebag. It is the biggest red flag there ever is. Yeah, yeah. It's, See you it's later. a huge red flag. And there's, I, I've been over to girls' apartments where it's on their wall, like oh, yeah. framed. Just and turn I'm like, around. Whoa. <laughs> you're eject. Suddenly, I'm gonna feel that like <laughs> I have no phone, <laughs> and everything's good again. Hey, Gavin. <laughs> Here comes Gavin from a conference call. Uh, I had a, I had an ex-girlfriend where we were having an argument, and um, she was like, I, I finally like calmed everything down. It was like a really long conversation. It cost me a fortune because I was in France at the time. And it's having this like really long conversation. Cost you like it actually cost <laughs> of me. At the time. <laughs> what? I was in France a month earlier, <laughs> but it still cost me money. I was the, in uh... France at the time. <laughs> no, the phone, the phone bill was actually more than the plane ticket that I took to France. Oh. But anyway, I calmed everything down, and everything was fine again. I was like, oh, this might be salvageable. It was like a really bad argument. That's a really bad thought, by the way. And then uh, <laughs> salvageable. And then she she said. You should treat me like a princess. And I, and I, I literally just went, to an extent, and then she just oh. goes, boop, and I hangs up. That was it. It was over. Cost of a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah. The guy to that point. Jesus. <laughs> to an extent. You should treat me you like a princess. You shouldn't treat someone like a princess. Well. Because that's weird. It is like, weird. Just like bowing down to them and doing all this stuff. That's not how I want to treat is that them. What you I meant, want some sort of- is that what you meant? Is, do you think that's what you meant? I want you to bow down to me? Nah, just like, no, she's not a damn princess. Right. They're equal people. To an extent. Back and forth. <laughs> to, to an extent. extent. So how would you treat uh, Kate Middleton or whatever? Like a princess. Her you treat like a princess. <laughs> yeah. You treat her like You treat a princess like a princess. <laughs> you fucking curtsy. You're proper. <laughs> you bow. Um, so th- this podcast is airing December 23rd. Right. Right before Christmas. So mm-hmm. it made me want to ask everyone, if you think back about all the Christmas presents you ever received – What's the best Christmas present you ever got? Any age, like when you think about any, like any age, like my looking back, all your whole life. Five years old, I got a Playmobil pirate ship, and it's like the greatest thing of my life is that Playmobil pirate ship. I think it cost fifty dollars, mm. which in nineteen fifty four dollars, but it was like it was like the greatest thing ever. It's like I wanted it forever, and I got it, and it took me and my dad about four hours to set the damn thing up, and it was fucking awesome. They still make it this day. Every time I see it in the window of a shop. And the places that sell Playmobil in the U.S. are the worst toy shops. It's like all these toys you don't want, all these like lousy like independent toys. And then I always see the Playmobil pirate ship, and I'm just like, ah, I love it. I think it's still 50 bucks to this day. Wow. But that's <laughs> it. That's mine. I would say either the Lego monorail. 
because I, I love that thing or my NES. I got I think I was, I was five or six when I got my NES. Mm. Yeah. Was that a Christmas thing? Like when did that launch? Do you remember? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I feel like they they soft launched. I I want to say like in November or December. But it was like a super low key launch, and then they. Built yeah, I'm sure I didn't time. get it when it launched. I mean, oh, I, again, I was yeah. five or six years old. I don't remember any of that, but yeah, that, that's pretty. I remember playing Super Nintendo just nonstop. Yeah, you would. I mean, playing Nintendo Super Mario Brothers nonstop. Yeah, you would. I mean, you would have been younger when NES yeah. launched. It came out what was it? Eighty three. Would you say that's the most? Oh, then, then no, no, no. Wait, eighty six. I want to say. Okay, yeah. So I would have been. I would have been four when it came out. So I was probably five. A little older. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Gavin? Have you ever got I a got, Christmas present you care about? Yeah, I got this remote control car. It's called like Rebound or something, but it, it could drive upside down. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. I would just drive into people's shins, and it would be like, <laughs> and it would roll up their shins, turn around, and then just do it again. So it would just be like, <laughs> it was like the best thing ever. Christmas Day, I was just trashing people's kneecaps. I didn't realize that it would keep going. I thought it, it like went up and then came back in the opposite direction. God. You, it will, it would I never turn, had one, so I don't know. It would drive up the wall, turn around, but then I think you could turn it, you could steer it the other way. But if you just kept holding it up, it would just like. Just keep going up the wall. Like it's like your origin story. <laughs> Birth of a cunt. I remember seeing those commercials. I really wanted one. The of Gavin those. Free story. I think for me, uh, it was probably my SNES. I didn't get an NES for Christmas, but I remember getting an SNES. Yeah. I think it was like the year it came out, maybe. Okay. So it was a couple months after it came out. Uh, and, October 18th, 1985 was the NES. Mm. So it was. You know, so I probably got an '86. I probably got it the next year. I think it was. Yeah, it took a while to catch on. Mm-hmm. There was a lull after Atari. <clears throat> well, well, they sold that as a toy. That's why the, they had the whole Rob robot mm-hmm. or the robot attachment was so that uh, like Toys R Us would sell it and toy toy stores would sell it and not think of it as a video game because video games were so blacklisted after the Atari Fallout. Yeah. So that was. I mean, the the robot was just a Trojan horse to get it on the shelves as a toy. Yeah. The, the Atari drop off was so fast. You read about the <laughs> manufacturing units they manufactured for Pac-Man right at the end of the life the life cycle for Atari, and uh, the ET game is probably the most famous one where they yeah. had to put in landfills. I th- I want to say that they manufactured more Pac-Man cartridges than Atari consoles existed Jesus. because they thought they would drive sales of the Atari console because pa- Pac-Man was like. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. And that Pac-Man know? port was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Pac-Man on the 2600 is a fucking piece of shit. What was dang, bad about it? Dang, dang, it was dang. Like, it was like so slow and everything was so blocky. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the same game. Uh, like if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, that's no. a Pac-Man ripoff. The maze oh, no, that was Pac-Man. The, the maze wasn't the same. No, it and was so one maze in Pac-Man. <laughs> really? You just got to get that one maze right. Who was huh. it that was showing me a video from the 80s about – what was hot for Christmas presents that year? Was it? Did you, did you see that? I think it was and they were like showing all this yeah. stuff, and then it showed one of those plasma balls, like the the glass yeah. globes where you can oh, touch God. them. And it's like, you, and How it was much? like eighteen hundred dollars. Yep. It's like, are you serious for the, for that? It's like, a sharper image product. Yeah, like thirty bucks now. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it was eighteen hundred dollars, and that's like an eighties money. That's like you know three grand now. I didn't realize that. Like whenever you see one of those in like a really old piece of TV or something, that's really a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. that was like. They spend a lot of budget on that. It's yeah. like that was like the cool, <laughs> the cool thing to have. That and the lava lamp. What is is there different air in those that lets it do that? I don't know. I've never really thought. I about want to that. smash one in slow mo, but I don't want to get electrocuted. You can get electrocuted. You'll be fine. Make Dan do it. Yeah, I'll make Dan do it. <laughs> there you go. Just, I'm, get I'm a, also, just, just get a wooden handle on the hammer. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I'm not sure how, how uh, I'd even film it, actually because we need so much light for slow mo. It might actually drown out the plasma light right. itself. Yeah, well, walk down history. You know, or memory lane here. It's uh, Atari produced 12 million units of Pac-Man, which was more than the number of Atari 2600 consoles sold at the time, anticipating a high number of sales that would drive the sale of the console too. I don't think they called it console, but um, 
but it was the best-selling video game of all time when it was released, but it was critically panned with customers returning the game in mm -hmm. large quantities. I think they did call it a console. The 2600 was the VCS. I think – I want to say that's the video console system. Fair enough. Okay. Mm. Mm. I video could game be crash, The video game crash of 1983, also known as Atari Shock in Japan, was a massive recession of the video game industry that occurred from 1983 to 1985. Revenues that had peaked at about $3.2 billion in 93 fell to around $100 million by 1985. Oh, Jesus. $3.2 to $100 million. Whoa. Whoa. What is that? What's the industry now? That's like That's a 3% left. What's the, what's the industry now? It's like $100 billion a year or something? It's video computer system. Yeah, video mm. computer system. That makes so way more that sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's enormous. I, I've seen people uh, doing like some doomsday kind of stuff where they're like tweeting me or people are writing articles about how – the, the video game industry is due for another, like, Atari-type crash. They dropped 97%. Jeez. The market dropped 97% yeah, like, in two years. It's not going to – I don't see that happening. I don't think it'll ever happen. I feel like they well, – like it's going to collapse on itself. Not like that. I'm I mean, plateau, it's become way more mainstream. Collapse. I remember it. It's like, the video, it's like the video game fad was over. Like, video games were a fad. Hmm. And it's hard to think of it that way, but they were done. And then the NES came out, and it was like – Can you imagine that with, like, a, a current medium? Like, movies are – Movies are lame now. Right. We don't make movies anymore. Hey, remember we used to walk around with phones? <laughs> phones. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, phones. it's like it just went away. Huh. But arcades definitely went away. I mean, arcades Yeah, arcades became, died off. It's, it's weird. And I'm, arcades now, when you go into one, they're horrible. I miss arcades, man. Arcade. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. Uh, that was my first job ever was on an they arcade. Won. I, I will tell you what. You know what would be fun to do? We should go, and you're about the only guy I can think of that would do it with me. Let's go to Twin Galaxies. Okay. Because that, be, that would be the last. Is it, uh, not Oklahoma. Where's that? I think it's Minnesota. I thought it was like Wisconsin or, or Iowa. It's a Midwest place. Yeah. So I'll look it up. Oh, Twin Galaxy is a, a famous arcade where they would like preserve all a bunch of old things. We have a they, cool they, one in yeah, Austin like, called Pinballs, but they just have too many pinball machines. Well, it's also really hot in there. Yeah. yeah. It's not well, it's BYOB too, It's also nice, really hot. <laughs> like it's, it's really hot in there. I would love to travel halfway across the country with Gus to go to Twin Galaxy. He goes, nah, it's too warm. <laughs> <laughs> then he leaves. Yeah, we, we, have a couple, we have a couple arcades in Austin. We have Pinballs, which is a pinball arcade, and then we have uh, Arcade UFO. Is that still around? Yeah. Yeah, I went there the, just the other day. On, uh, yeah. Speedway. They have a yeah. four-player versus Pac-Man. Do they? There. That's cool. The kids loved it. They thought oh. it was awesome. Yeah, that was one of the few places in America I, that got we, a Street it's Fighter in Iowa. 4. Twin Galaxies in Iowa. Iowa, okay. We filmed some of the Atari kit at Arcade UFO. Oh, really? The DDR scenes. Okay. Uh, we're filmed there. That's cool. So Dude, four I, days from now, I hate when in the middle of the day your Twitter account starts just saying, it's Iowa, it's Iowa, over and over <laughs> yeah, again, like, you'll know oh, what yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> what we were talking about this at <laughs> yeah. that point in time. Okay. I'll go to Iowa. You want to go to Iowa? Sure. Why not? I'll do it. Go to Twin I've Galaxies. I've been to Iowa. Brag about it. Not much there. Corn. It smelled like oatmeal. It smelled like oatmeal. I didn't even know oatmeal smelled like anything. Like oh. oats. Where was well, I? Say I was that. In, say what you mean, Gus. It smelled like oats. What makes you angry about oats? <laughs> I was in uh, Cedar Rapids. Iowa? My old job. There was a fucking – the plant that made fucking pencils and pens. Oh, yeah. The job – you bitch about this job. This is a job you quit working with me to go work at this other job. I know. It was awesome. Do you know Gus's excuse why he left uh, the job where we all worked together? Why is that? I feel like I should. That was his really his reason. He goes. I feel you, like I should. He goes. I goes. He was young, and he goes. I feel like I should. I should change jobs every two years or some some dumb I, I, thing. I feel like that's still a mindset that a lot of people who work like uh, in the tech industry have, especially like on the West Coast, like in San Francisco, people hop all the time from like startup to startup. Uh, but usually for a reason. He was just leaving because he felt like he couldn't work in this job anymore because he'd hit two years and that's it. Hmm. It was, it was really – it was a very straightforward reason, and that's why he left the job. That's like the equivalent answer of just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> but he was going to this job to then leave that job too. Yeah. Like the, the job so he two was – two years. Yeah. You had an expiration date. And right. I did. I think I was there two and a half. So why did you what? stay 10 at this one? 
This one's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not meh. It's all right. This can, one changes on a daily basis. So. I, can, I can sit here and drink. Get a drink beer yeah. on company time. So do we want to talk about the big controversy that's going on now, which may have blown over by the time this airs, but the Duck Dynasty guy and all that hubbub oh. about that? I was, I was trying happened? to think of all the controversies I can think of right now. I didn't even think of that one at all. Yeah, the Duck Dynasty guy, um, I don't watch the show. One of the old guys. Yeah, one of the old guys made did an interview with GQ and made a bunch of I don't even think homophobic is the right word. It's like anti-gay comments where he was like saying that it's a sin. They're very religious, I guess. And he was just like, you know, being basically being a hick. You know what I mean? And just like talking about how he equates. I can read the quote. Tell you exactly. He basically started down, down that path where it's like uh, homosexuality leads to bestiality. And, yes. then, and, then, and then on from there. And it's like, yeah, if we let two men marry, then they're going to marry turtles. Yeah. It's like, like, what? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you, yeah. It was, it, was, it was really bizarre, but I mean, I just wonder, it's like, what do you expect from that guy, you know? You, you shine a spotlight on this fucking yeah. person, you know, of course you're going to see this. I'm excited. This, this, he's a clampet, basically. Like, they found, they found oil, and now he's suddenly super rich. And yeah. I'm excited about all the, like, old, the old-fashioned people just to be dead. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like, to this day, when, I, when I'll like, run into like, a really old white person, I'm, I, in my head, I'm always like, this person was around when racism was cool. Like, yeah. like what was this person they doing? They were on board. They, yeah, like, yeah. Well, were they complicit? Were they on board? Yeah, Here's actually, his quote. I'll try to read it as best I can. It seems to me... Do the accent. It seems like, to me, a vagina as a man would be more desirable than a man's anus. That's just me. I'm just thinking. There's more there. <laughs> She's got more to offer. I mean, come on, dudes. You know what I'm saying? But hey, sin. It's not logical, my man. It's just not logical. That's his quote. Yeah. Now, now let's have family dinner. Also, why was then, GQ <laughs> interviewing this guy? Yeah, that's his story. It's, dude, what the fuck is dude, GQ? Fucking, Duck Dynasty is huge. Like, go to, go to a Walmart. Go to a Target. There is Duck Dynasty shit everywhere. Not for long. Yeah, you know what else was big once? Urkel. He's not on the cover of GQ. Dude, it's, it's, the, shit. No, it's this thing where it happens in America where we celebrate stupidity, and it drives me fucking crazy. Some Paris will make a very good living at that, Jack. No, like, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. No, absolutely, dude. Like, Paris Hilton. Like, Paris Hilton, she was a porn star, and they celebrated how dumb she was by putting her on a goddamn TV show. Yeah, I think actually, I don't think actually, I, I think I, I've been through what you're going through. It's not really dumb that bothered me, and maybe it'll be the same for you. It's the shamelessness. Yeah. Like, there's no just like. Like, it, books, I, are, books are for learning people. Fuck yeah. that. It's like, no, no. It's snooky. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't celebrate. That's dumb. Why are we putting spotlights on these morons? And it's like, and then people from other countries see this and like, oh, well, Americans are completely stupid. It's like, well, that one is, and that's the one we're elevating up. And it drives me nuts. I, I didn't realize how big Duck Dynasty was. It is huge. But they played that. I think um, it's like the biggest cable show. It might be, yeah. They played the Slow Mo Guys clip on there. Because it's in one of the episodes, like they're showing the old guy the. Because they wanted to make a viral video. Yeah, and uh, really, oh. every time that's on, I I get like a thousand tweets, and yeah. that's not even an exaggeration. It's a huge show. It's a huge yeah. show. Yeah, it's just it, it's it drives me crazy to see that stuff get like so sell like like. But you love Jackass. Well, but Jack, I like Jackass. Uh, but it's like Jackass is those guys, you know, clearly being dumb for the sake of being dumb. Nah, you're rationalizing. Um, okay, you're maybe, maybe I am. The flavor of but then I see, like. I see like Honey Boo Boo, and it's like, why is Honey Boo Boo suddenly incredibly important to this country? I get, I get it, but that the, the I've seen online the episode of Toddlers and Tears that she was on, and she's funny as shit, dude. 
She's funny. <laughs> but no, She's it's, funny. It's, it's, we are, it's idiocracy. It, it, like, watch idiocracy and tell me that is not happening to this country. No, it I get it. It drives me crazy. I get it. Like, because I, I literally have friends. Like, I have, like, smart friends. Like, we're not going to have kids. We're not bringing kids in this world. You're not smart friends. And then you have more. He's talking about me. Yeah. By the way, but yeah, but like like you, like you and Esther, you're not you're not planning on having nah, children, right? No. But then you have friends. I have friends that I knew from high school that like they had five kids already, and like I've, they're you know thirty years old and they have five children. And it's like, wow, no, you, you're a redneck who works at a gas station. Why do you have five kids? And why uh, why why not though? What? <laughs> you're dumbing down the planet. Let them do what they want. Fuck uh, it. I'm, just, I'm not going to be around much longer. Gus has infected me with anger. I've, I've, got, I've got a few years left, and after that, fuck it. That's what I always said. Like He always does that. Just burn at the, the old office, uh, you and Matt tried to start a recycling program, and I would actively fight it by throwing trash <laughs> in it and be like, nah. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm not going to put myself into trouble to make the world a better place for your kids. <laughs> It's like, I only need the world to be good for another 30 years or so. Then after that, who cares? Like you use it, leave it like a raisin. It's like, I don't want any inconvenience in my life. I just fucking burn it out. Then when, I'm, know, when know, I'm dead, Do you not want to leave your mark on the planet? Like yeah, a, a fucking charred, no, I don't cinder mean, like, mark. <laughs> the, the fucking scorched skies. Skin mark. Be the opening it's like, of a like Terminator movie. It's like the real world in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Burnt sky. I was getting attacked by computer squids. Oh, man. Uh, but, so... Yeah. You know, I would. I mean, like even Honey Boo Boo. I've heard people say that if you watch it, it's actually like the underlying stories. It's actually a really close knit family. I, I will say the 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 mother on the show. I I forget what her name is, but whatever. The mother on the show is taking the money they're making off of that show and basically putting it into a trust fund that the kids can't touch until they're eighteen. So that's cool. It's like okay, I get that. Like they recognize what they have is kind of lightning in a bottle, and so they're not just blowing it on whatever. Like they're actually you know saving the money. She's, she's being smart about it. So I respect that. But Can you get lightning is... in a bottle and like sell it like a plasma ball? That'd be. <laughs> you should film it for slow mo guys. You know, there's cool classic example. Try. There's classic examples that I think that in show business the biggest example of like what you're talking about there with like kids and money is uh, Mickey Rooney. Uh, and I'll try to find the exact numbers on it here too. But I want to say – I'll look it up, make sure I'm talking about the right person. But I think Mickey Rooney, his parents just like took all of his money from his uh, child uh, acting years. And it's like in real-world dollars, it was an extraordinary amount of money. I'll try to look it up while you guys talk about it. Oof. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin was like that, right? Like his family was in charge of his money, and then they spent it all, I think. Uh, I've, I've heard that before. I don't know. Uh... Didn't he divo- divorce his parents or something? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think. Maybe it wasn't he Mickey Rooney. He also dated Mila Kunis. Oh, good, uh, good on Macaulay you, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. Yeah, yeah. Like he got his parents split up, right? But he also dated me. There was some news about Macaulay Culkin just recently, where he started a band where they make songs all about pizza. It's awful. They no, they cover. <laughs> uh, I want to say they cover Velvet Underground songs, but they change all the lyrics to be about pizza. It sounds like four dudes on heroin. See, that's it, it's, it's just not good. <laughs> that's why money isn't happiness because you just get oddly bored. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. it wasn't Mickey Rooney. Jackie Coogan. Yeah. I'll look it up. Who played Uncle Fester? Oh. Uh, he had a, he was a kid who had a child career. So sorry, not Mickey Rooney. I apologize. Uh, I'm sure he had great parents. Man, did you see the trailer for Twenty Two Jump Street? I did. I finally watched it. It's terrible. It, nah, it come makes on. me so sad that the first movie was such a surprise and so great, and the trailer for the second movie is like, not it. good. It's it. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I if hope you so. like, like I think it's a matter of setting expectations. I you probably so. went in with low expectations for Twenty One Jump Street. I went in with low expectations. Keep them low. You'll be fine. All right. Well, maybe that's what it is. Setting the bar really low. Yeah. Actually, I guess, well, uh, what, uh, Anchorman 2 just came out, right? I saw it. Oh, uh, they made oh, another one? It? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't it? heard. In the mil- They've been fucking promoting that movie for three goddamn anger. Three goddamn <laughs> months anger. I've been watching it's fucking anger, man. commercials about this fucking movie. 
How was it, Gavin? I, do I want to buy a Dodge Durango sold by Ron Burgundy? Do I want to watch him do the fucking news in North Dakota? Sick of it. How was it, Gavin? It was all right. Over. It was all right. It was all right. A, I'm not... I don't really like the first one. I need to go check it out. I want to see that. I want to see Wolf of Wall Street. Bernie saw that. Oh, I, so I really want to see Wolf so of good. Wall Street. So yeah. good. It's, I said, it's, I said Wolf. Wolf. Go see Wolf of Wall Street. Can't recommend enough. It's coming out uh, tomorrow on Christmas. Wait, that's, that's two, two days, days from now. Two days from now on Christmas. If you're watching the live stream and then one day if you're listening to the audio. I mean, if you're going to – And if you listen to it in 2015, yeah, two days. you've got but, it on uh, Midnight screening. Midnight screening. I got big guarantee that midnight audiences will be – you want a good audience with that. It'll be good. So here's Santa the, can leave you a present at the, at the theater. <laughs> there you go. Here's the Coogan uh, bill. As a child star, this is uh, Jackie Coogan. Who the hell's that? He was Uncle Fester. He played Uncle Fester in the Adams Family, the bald guy. I know. Uh, the light bulb in his mouth and lit up. Yeah, but it's like he was a child star. He worked with Charlie Chaplin uh, when he was a kid. As a child star, Coogan earned an estimated 3 to $4 million. That equates to 48 to $65 million adjusted for 2012 dollars. Jesus. But – the money was entirely spent by his mother and stepfather on extravagance, extravagances such as fur coats, diamonds, and expensive car. Coogan's mother and stepfather claimed Jackie was just having fun and thought he was playing, not, not acting and working. Um, she stated, no promises were ever made to Jackie about anything. Every dollar a kid earns before he's 21 belongs to his parents. Jackie will not get a cent of his earnings. And she also claimed that Jackie was a bad boy, implying that he didn't deserve it. Jack- he is such a bad boy. We stole forty-eight million dollars from million, him. Yes, yeah, up to sixty-five million bucks. <laughs> he, that is that is a bad fucking kid. Oh, that's Jeez. really you bad. You send him to bed without dinner. <laughs> yeah, that is a naughty, naughty kid. Without escargot. Coogan sued them in nineteen thirty-eight, but after legal expenses, only received one hundred twenty-six thousand dollars of the approximately remaining two hundred fifty thousand dollars of his earnings. When Coogan fell on hard times, he asked Charlie Chaplin for assistance, uh, and Charlie Chaplin gave him $1,000 on the spot without hesitation. But that's – I don't know what that equals in those dollars, but it was like a lot of money. Crazy. Crazy. So now there's all sorts of laws. The legal battle like led to the California Child Actors Bill, often called the Coogan Law or the Coogan Act. This requires that a child's actor's employer set aside 15% of the earnings in a trust and codifies issues such as schooling, work hours, and time off. I love the quote that – any money a child earns before they're 21 goes to the parents. Yeah. That's some medieval shit right there. <laughs> Dude, America was a rough and tumble place. Like, I mean, kids were not – they were like in you know, factories so, and stuff like that. D- but if you get a job, d- is, are they saying that it goes to your parents? It should That's be? what literally what this was. No, I didn't mean like a, a normal <laughs> job, like stacking. You just had this conversation. No, I, 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 that, that applies to like acting and stuff. I'm, get, I'm talking about like just like a – like a job, like a, a job at Waitrose. Shop, yeah, yeah. yeah Would it go? Like, should oh, I have given all my earnings? According to this idiot in 1938, this mother who spent 65 million dollars, I don't even know how to do that. 1938. So that's still in the Depression, right? She probably just uh, bought a lot of plasma balls. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, no you're like towards yeah, the tail towards end. The end. Yeah, towards the end. You're still Jesus. in Depression times, and you're fucking baller as shit. <laughs> like you're extra baller. Five no, fucking depression. Soup lines. People not working. People jumping out of buildings. You're like fucking. Lighting your your fire with money, you fucking burning dollar bills. Going, our kid is horrible. Yeah, our kid's so bad. I gotta do this to teach him a lesson. God, what a nightmare. Yeah, and those people just—I mean, those people just lived so big. I mean, granted, you could make the argument that the kid would not have gotten into acting. I'm sure the kid didn't just wander into an audition by himself. But that's just—that's brutal, brutal. Make a reality show with that. That makes yeah. me want to have a kid. Well, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Because, I mean, you got to admit, too, it's like uh, if you start off a kid in acting, that's not a normal childhood. High probability it's going to skew the kid's view on life to mm. begin with. 
it kind of almost like needs that money to like you know sustain that you know yeah. to, to yeah. not just like what's a kid gonna go off and do yeah for every leonardo dicaprio you've got like thousands and thousands of other kids who just didn't make it who through. we won't name because they'll sue cause yeah because they, <laughs> they're looking money. for a revenue stream yeah. <laughs> yeah they need money yeah you heard about that kid who was too rich to deal with issues affluenza. right I don't, affluenza this will make me mad i don't want to talk about it that that's unfucking but there's actually yeah. there's actually that happened here in texas why don't you too. Do, go ahead and tell it you know what it is gavin no i'm bad at telling that the news. So basically, <laughs> th- this kid, he uh, he was drunk. He was, I think, 16? I, I want to say at the time he might have been 15. Yeah, so he, he was young, 15 or 16 years old, and uh, he was drunk driving, and he hit a car or something. Basically, he killed four people while he was driving drunk. And um, they arrested him. They took him to jail, or they, they took him to whatever, to courts and jail. And the judge let him off because... He had never been responsible in his life, and he was never like anything he did. Basically, he wasn't responsible for because his parents would pay for it. Because of that, he was he couldn't be held responsible for what he had done. His because actions. he was so rich, and because he was so irresponsible, he could not be held responsible. He exactly. could be held responsible because he was never held responsible. For and they call it affluenza. So, which is basically like he's so his parents are so affluent. They should give it a worse name than that. Yeah, like about you know being an asshole. But now, cancer. now, Prick-itis. I mean, listen, it's one of those things where there's a criminal law case where whether or not this kid's going to jail, and then the judge is like, oh, and you always hear about verdicts there. Then there's going to be the civil lawsuits, and those, those have already started. That's totally different, dude. Yeah. Can I, I mean, ask a question? Like, O.J. Simpson was never convicted of murder, but he got his ass sued off yeah. by the Well, that's the thing about the civil lawsuit is like, oh, like, you know, sorry, my, my client is too rich to go, you know, my client is too rich to be held responsible. It's like, okay, we can solve that problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. they are going to take these guys for all their worth. The judge, the judge let that go, right? Ultimately, the Goldmans, I think, put O.J. Simpson in jail because they sued him for money. Then he tried to hide all of his stuff. And then remember, he got... In jail for breaking into a sports memorabilia place. No, I was he, in he, Vegas he when that happened. Someone basically. So it was something to do with his memorabilia. Yeah, basically, he was trying to get his Heisman back. Yeah, right. and uh, I w- I, he, that happened in Vegas. I was there when it happened. Cool. I think we were both there. Yeah, I was. Uh, it happened at the Palm. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say, but uh, we were at the we were on the strip. We were like at the Bellagio because he something. set it up like he was going to buy some memorabilia, or like he had someone say he was going to buy some OJ Simpson memorabilia, and the guy showed up, and OJ was waiting for him there in the room. Yeah, and then they basically like they they kidnapped the guy, like they held him there, like give us our stuff back and. Yeah. Anyway, but right, well, we're we're at time. Anyway, fuck that guy. Say, what were you gonna say? You were about to say something though. What? Uh, I, don't I thought you were. I don't remember. Yeah, that. but that's crazy. The other thing though, I want to point out there, which we hadn't brought up, and I keep meaning to bring this up, is that I don't know. I should I should know, and it makes me sad that I don't. There's a kid in Texas who was thrown in jail because he made a comment on a forum or a social oh, media it site. A, a uh, San Marcus. It, it was a San Marcus. Yeah. It was a ga- it was like a gaming thing and someone goes, "You're crazy." And he goes, "Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm going to go blow up a school." And they threw this fucking kid in jail mm-hmm. for like making a crack on on a forum. Yeah, and they took it out of context and he got sent to jail. I think it was League you know, of Legends he was playing. It, and it was like the quote taken out of context. It looks like it, but it's just Dude's yakking on a forum, and it literally – the quote does say, oh, yeah, right. I'm so crazy, and I, I can totally read the tone of it even out of context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like this kid was tossed in jail for making terrorist attacks. He's talking about like go blowing up a school right. and like raining so what, blood or something like that. Isn't it meant to be like free speech in this country or something there? Like, Not terroristic speech though. Yeah, you can't make threats. Like, yeah, and you, you can't, can't, like, you can't, you can't threaten the panic. Yeah, you can't threaten the president. You can't incite right. panic. There's a few things you So there's do. no free speech. Yeah, there's free speech, except for a few minor, a few exceptions. Well, it's like you if you're endangering other way, people, essentially. Right. Free so, speech is a weird thing. Like, this came up with the Duck Dynasty thing, too. Because A&E, the network behind Duck Dynasty, fired the dude or indefinitely suspended him. And now people are, are boycotting him. There's, like, all this stuff about free speech. People get free speech out of line, too. Like, like this is the thing about being in jail. That's actually a free speech issue. But the, fir- the First Amendment 
is specifically says Congress will make no act to abridge people's speech. Yeah. But like if a place like throws you out or if any fires you for saying something, you really don't have any rights yeah. because they're not Congress. They're not making a law that says you can't say it, but they can fire you for saying it. So yeah, if someone goes on a racist tirade, their company can absolutely fire them. Be like, all right, right. right fuck you. They have done. the right to stand on the street corner and say that if they want. Yeah, Congress isn't going to do anything. But they're going to have to suffer other repercussions from yeah. it. My, my personal opinion, especially with the Duck Dynasty thing is, is it's such a weird like thing. It's like this guy shouldn't have said it, but it's, he can say it if he wants to, but he shouldn't have. And he can fire him, but they probably shouldn't have. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things that's like, but they did fire him. And I totally agree. You know, if they, I, I, that's fine. If they want yeah. to fire him, I get it. And they're well within their rights to fire him mm-hmm. at the same time. My personal opinion is if someone's going to be dumb and do something like that, I would be totally content, maybe not to pay the dude, but I would be totally content to let somebody very blatantly stand on the wrong side of history. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just watching them of like, yeah. do you really want to be that dude? Like, you know, 30 mm-hmm. years from now, you're gonna, that's going to be stand the test of time of you. You know, you're on the wrong side of history. You know, yeah. it's just like. I, I still can't believe when I see people like yelling at black people at a counter. You know what I mean? They're and they know the photographers are there. and They want to be seen yelling at the, the black. It's like, how did you not know that you were going to look like a maniac for the rest of eternity? Yeah. You know, I, it's just like I, it's amazing to me. It's I amazing. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> hey. So we're going to talk about uh, podcast awards next week. Oh, oh shit. I was there for that. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to send out some. Oh, that's right. I did. I did. It. I listened to a little bit and I texted you during the middle of it. Yes, did you get you my did. text? Yes. Did you mention it on the podcast? No. Oh. So uh, we'll be back next week to talk about that. And we'll be back. Uh, but before that, we'll be back this Wednesday with another episode of The Patch, pre recorded also. The Christmas podcast. Uh, so the Christmas have a, patch. Have happy holidays, guys. <laughs> Gus is not having it. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bernie, Gus, Jeff, Joel, and Matt, Barbara, Gavin, Michael, and Joe, the cat, and now we're in a half as how long it's going to last, so relax, cause you're listening to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the drunk tank. Gavin's a fucking idiot.